Hot Tub Beers is meant for entertainment purposes with a side of beer education. Each episode may contain offensive and off-color humor. Our intended audience is people 21 years of older who love beer and laughter. Pop the top on the old jacuzzi A rain or sunshine, we're not too choosy Daytime, nighttime, we're always home When you drop on by on your mobile phone To hot tub beers Amber's, ales, and lagers Hot tub beers Slip on in Tasting micro brews from Texas towns, stouts and pilsners, boxing weeds, having hot tub beers, just my friends and me. Welcome back to Hot Tub Beer. So here we are. In the back of a truck behind Southern Yankee Brewing Company with Miss Sydney. How are you, Sydney? Hello. It's toasty. It is a little toasty. <laughs> oh, I leaned too hard on the, the deal, and now water's coming out. We don't want that. We want as much water staying in as possible. So <laughs> thank you for having us. We still have Jake with us. Jake. Hello. How's it going, man? It's going. So thank you first for having us out. Hell yeah. I'm excited about this one. Oh, can I say so, hell yeah? You, you can say, <laughs> you say hell yeah, the fuck, fuck yeah. Like. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ass yeah, shit yeah, I don't know. Any yeah you want to say. Good, it, it, does, uh, it does come with explicit warning on yes. Spotify. <laughs> okay. I don't, I don't know about the other ones. But I just, it does they say. just kind of come out of my mouth sometimes and I'm like, ooh, yeah, probably should have held that back. No nope. worries. No worries. You're safe here. This is a safe zone. Uh, inside the walls of the pickup truck, you're safe. Ah, so, there you go. So we are... It's uh, a weird safe zone. <laughs> like, oh no, like all of a sudden I'm not safe. I'm going to jump in the back of the truck. Nope, yep, safe nope, now. Good. That safe was safe. Now. That was safe. Now. Keep your bullshit on the other side of the parking lot. So, oh, yeah. so you brewed early yes. so that Max had to work while we brewed or well, while, we, we, do, we, while do, we talked, right? We do double brew days often, and I'm usually the morning person, so I get here around uh, 5.30. You get here around 5? So you've been brewing since 5.30 this morning. <laughs> here, I'll just what, a, what a great way to finish is in the back of a truck yeah, with water a long and day. a beer. I'm, I'm doing... Uh, early brew day of a uh, hazy IPA, and then Max is going to do our second. Max is our uh, other brewer. Okay. Um, he has his, his year work anniversary next oh, next nice. week, oh. which is pretty exciting. What are you going to do for him? Uh, we have a little thing we do for all of our one-year employees. Uh, it's a surprise. So we are currently pouring a beer. We're starting yes. with one. Tell us what we just poured into our glasses. This is it's a Bohemian Pilsner, or a Czech Pilsner. We call it Paramount Pils. Okay. Um, Paramount Pils because, in my opinion, Pilsners are the pinnacle of what beer can be. Because it is so simple, you have to make sure you execute every single part of the process to like perfection. Otherwise, it will show in the end product. Yes. Czech Pilsner are slightly cha- more challenging because they need a little bit more hot flavor than German Pils. And it's very easy to underdo or overdo that. And so, like, this is, like, the beer that I drink, and I'm just like, God, yes, fuck yes. This is, like, good. So I you're love fired it. Up. I love it. We're starting on a great note here. <laughs> Especially, like, it, it, where we're at, we are, uh, there is no shade. None. No, no. We, no, there, we're in a nice parking lot that has very white... <laughs> 
everything. everything. <laughs> it's all being reflected yes. back on us. Yes. And this 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 was a great choice to start the episode. So, question: <laughs> yes. Check pills. Yes. Saz hops and pilsner malt. Mostly. 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 I have one hop that I don't usually that most people don't usually use, and that's my secret sauce that I'm not going to tell you. Oh. <laughs> Secret sauce. Because, and, and one of my employees at the craft house, she just recently asked for all of the hops in um, the beers because they're doing a, a more in-depth beer description for their menus down there. Um, and I was like, well, here's all the ones that I want to share. <laughs> <laughs> and then there are some that, you know, it's it's because Pilsners are such a simple recipe, like giving away something as simple as that can sometimes give away the, the, the little magic of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's okay. So that, that's I, I like the way that you've explained that because we've definitely gone to some places and they're like, ah, here it is. This is what we're doing. This is everything that's in the beer. Sure. We've definitely gone to other places. Uh, New Magnolia was one where yeah. like they, there was nothing. They yeah. like I don't. I can't tell you what hops are in it. I can't tell you what grain was in it. Um, and the beer was phenomenal. Loved the interview, uh, but he was super secretive yeah. with it. Do you think but, he was fronting and he didn't really know? No, he no, probably I think he knew. <laughs> I think he knew. He had good yeah. stories to go along with everything else. See, the dude was he was he was uh, Shane, correct? Was was correct. Pretty knowledgeable. Oh, that, that that we did bring a, uh, a brew kettle in here with uh, <laughs> right, with the ice, ice in it. Nice. It just it, oh my gosh, it just hit my foot. I think it lowered about five degrees. That's good. That's what we needed. Yeah. Welcome addition. Thank you, Sydney, for bringing the uh, ice down brew kettle to the to the tub. But you know but what? I like. But back to what I was saying. Yeah, yeah. I liked her explanation of like why she kept it a secret because it's so simple. One little yes. tweak makes it hers I, yeah. I like that that's really cool and there's and there's like there's a lot of things that like i'll share so like our mexican lager k pablo it's our staple mexican lager it's on all the time um that's corn rice two row you know rice holes because it's sticky sometimes yes. um and then noble hops so i'll i'll say something like that where it's noble hops that is a sector of the different hops but i've had someone that was a home brewer and, like, I, I commend the balls on him, but he was like, yeah, can I have your recipe so I can brew it at home? And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot. I'll tell you, here's what's in here's it. What's you in can it. go try and recreate it. That's fine. But yeah. I'm not going to just give you my recipe. How often does it happen? you have a lot of homebrewers come in and ask for recipes? Uh, no, not as much as in the beginning. In the okay. beginning, when we first opened, we had a lot of people, a lot of homebrewers come in. Um I had one guy try and sell me his recipes, and I was like, really? I, I appreciate it, but I'm, I think I'm good. you got to have some balls on you. <laughs> Dude, hey, I brew out of my garage. Let me sell you my recipes. I'm, uh, because I am a younger woman, that happens a little bit more frequently than, ah, okay. than you'd imagine with most guys that are, you know, second career brewmasters. Uh, that have, you know, 50, got a giant beard. You know, yes. the classic, what you think of as a brewer. Um, Pink Boots is a, a women in beer uh, society. And right. this is a frequent topic of conversation about some of the things that are just, like, pretty standard in our lives in beer world versus right. very different than than men. Okay, and so and I'm glad you brought that up because mm -hmm. that was kind of one of the things I wanted to touch on, right? Because... I don't want to say super unique because there is a, a growing footprint in the Houston area, especially with the, uh, that's a garbage truck in the background. <laughs> it's no. actually an 18 wheeler. Yeah. That's it's an 18 wheeler. wheeler. Yeah. This is, this is one of the, uh, things that makes uh, hot tub beers unique. Everything the that nice goes on. The background noise. The nice background I noise. Love it. He's backing up. Um, so 
as a as a female brewer in this industry, right? For sure. Tell us one of your off the wall stories that you think has like has people have come up to you just because you're a female in this industry. Like, what's one of the experiences that you feel oh, is boy. unique to you? Or not to you um, specifically, but maybe to female in the industry. Are you talking like positive or negative? Either either <laughs> one. Whichever one you'd like to share that impacts you the most. Okay. Um, I think more oftentimes now I have, there's a positive right okay. now. Because we get people that are just like, oh my gosh, I'm super pumped that you're a female brewer like that's so cool like how'd you get into it and how do you and then like I it starts a really good conversation with guests or even like if I'm at a beer festival or something like that where we can kind of talk about uh, I like to bring it back to the original uh, women in beer where women in beer were the witches right uh-huh. The, the, that was the original brewers is is women at home that were making beer because the water sucked okay and so a lot of times i can bring that in and it's a nice like educational portion of of it because that's i like teaching people and saying like it's really not it's it's rarer now it's getting less rare i mean houston last count i had there were eight female brewers which is actually a relatively high ratio for beer industry yeah um and like i just was looking on the pink boots website and i mean we have 72 current members okay uh in the pink boots and that's that's anyone in beer yes but there's vastly more women in beer even on top of that it yeah. you know at texas we're in a weird political situation right mm-hmm. now in the united states we're super divided texas seems to be one of those spots where we just kind of do whatever the fuck we want to really be honest uh, there is some political divide in the state and i know and i don't want it like i don't want this podcast to get too political but i, I think that it's it's fun to see like i don't think there's an issue with like it, it's kind of fun that you feel like there's a bigger imprint than normal of, of women brewers. You're saying that eight is bigger than normal? Um, for for what I know. Okay. Right. From where I've brewed so I and places I've been. Um, and and when you look at cities like there'll be uh and, and I, I guess maybe my like view on it is a little bit skewed just because, you know, when I first started brewing I was in Connecticut and the half like three quarters of Connecticut is Houston. So okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a different way of looking at things. Yes. Um, but in, in, I would say craft beer world and most guests are much more receptive to a female in beer than they were, you know, even five years ago when I started. Yes. Or seven years ago when I started. And so you said yeah. you started in Connecticut. Now I'm yes. gonna I'm gonna assume that it that's in part the reason for the name Southern yes. Yankee, right? Yes. Okay, yes. so kinda tell us that story. How'd you get started in Connecticut and how the Southern Yankee sure. came about? Uh so my dad. So my dad, a uh, Navy guy, he was in for thirty three years, moved around all over the place. Thank you, Sydney's um, dad, for your service. <laughs> Jess Porter, he's amazing. Thank you, he, Jess. I call him an alien because he's like one of those people that are just good at anything he tries. Um, and he homebrewed forever. I mean, that we moved everywhere, but the kegs came with us. Like I remember the first day we were uh, <laughs> we were in Connecticut. Not the first day, but maybe the second day. He was homebrewing. 
We got a little mic issue, but it's okay. We're fixing it. We do. It. Yeah, Jake, Jake is Jake is uh, running around the truck uh, right now, fixing mics while I you met and I talk. Our right next door neighbors, when helping my dad brew in the front lawn, and they thought we were like these crazy hicks from South Carolina, <laughs> like because we're making beer in our front lawn. They yeah. just moved in. It was very weird, but he um, he's always wanted to do this. And then my brother, uh, he always wanted to own, own own his own business. So he's the big entrepreneurial spirit spirit behind okay. all of this. Uh, they came to me when I was still in college um, and was like, hey, we have this crazy idea of opening a brewery in like five years. Are you willing to go train to become the head brewer and like work in like the shit jobs of breweries so you learn? Um, and I was, I mean... Listen, I was 22, and I was like, hell yeah, that sounds awesome. You know, I was into craft beer because my dad, like, it was just very much, uh, like, I didn't even really think about it that hard. Yeah. I was like, yeah, okay, that sounds like fun. And now it's been seven years, uh, and I've been, I, I got an internship at a brewery a week after I graduated college. Um, I worked there for a year and a half while I was doing an online program through the American Brewers Guild. Okay. Um, and that program sets you up with a uh, internship, and that's how I moved down here to Texas. Is uh, I got an internship at Carbach. Okay. Worked there for about nine months, and then worked at uh, Platypus for about nine months until uh, very suddenly my brother uh, he left his job then and was like, no, nah, we're going to start it now. And I was like, I'm not ready for this. And he's like, no, you'll be, you'll be fine. And we just started going. Nice. And then in 2018, we opened here. Um, and then about a year, maybe not even a year, a year in, we were like, no, this isn't, we need another location. And so that was put into works almost a year after we opened before anything else happened. And we started looking and we opened the craft house, which is our restaurant, um, down in Montrose, last October. And how's that craft house going? Banging. Is it really? It's going really well. Our, I, like, I'm very proud of my team up here. We're a small little blip. I mean, sure, we make the beer, but we have uh, five employees in this building. And then we have a partner food truck, which we just sold to our... Um, our chef Rhiannon, she's renamed it to Stone Fuego Pizza. Okay. Um, the restaurant down there, they've got a crew of like I don't know, like thirty-eight people. the The chef Matt is just a food genius. Like the food is just freaking good. That's awesome. He's 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 just as passionate as we are about beer, about food. And then when we were looking for bartenders, we found people that were just as passionate about cocktails as they are about as as we are about beer. So we taught them about beer. They teach us constantly about cocktails because, like, I don't know anything about cocktails. I just like mm, it's good. I'll drink it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so it it's definitely like it's it's the brewery vibe, but like elevated for Montrose. Nice, right? You kind of have to go a little bougie down there. Yeah. <laughs> you can't you do. do the, the down-home, I built everything in the building like we do have here at the brewery. Nice. 
Well, that's cool, man. I'm glad it's blowing up for you. I'm glad it's doing awesome. And yeah. Thank you for bringing a little bit of Connecticut down to Texas. Yeah. What's What's been the biggest culture shot coming down south? Um, because I know see. you wouldn't let me call you ma'am when we were we were talking. <laughs> That's just like a personal thing. Is it <laughs> makes me feel like I'm 80, and I'm just like I'm not a ma'am or a miss. That makes me feel like ugh, it's worse. That's so crazy too, because I call everybody sir and ma'am always. It's, like my nieces. Like what, nine years old? Still, ma'am. Yeah. Always. It's respect. <laughs> and so, and that's one of those things. It's like I, I get it. And so, I, if it's, if it's, I'll say once, like you don't need to do that. But uh-huh. if you can, like, I'm not gonna get about because it's a cultural thing. Yes. That I haven't really. It still is like because you call in the New England, if you call someone ma'am, it's like, oh, okay, ma'am. And then it's like, oh, <laughs> all right, are we gonna fight? Oh, that's like, like is this what's gonna happen right now. That's it's like, like God bless. Insult. Oh yeah, it's like that's ooh. awesome. Yeah, but that's a lot like God bless. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Bless, 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 bless your, your heart. Bless your yes. little heart. Yes. <laughs> um, I think culture shock, I guess. I don't, I mean, I think the only, like, culture shock thing that, like, drives me nuts is 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 older men that don't know me calling me sweetheart. Oh, yeah. It may, I want <laughs> That's horrible. I, it, like, immediately just, like, mm, I'm going to punch you in the throat. Like, stop. I'm not your sweetheart. I don't know you. You don't know me. Why are you talking to me about that? Sweetheart, babe, hun, doll, all of them. Hun, I'm okay with doll weird because I'm not a doll. I'm, I listen, <laughs> I'm, I'm, yes, I'm a woman, but I'm not, I'm not a doll. I lift so kegs funny. for a living. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So, okay, so tell us a little bit about this beer because on the nose, or in the glass, it's a beautiful beer. <sighs> Isn't I, it? It is. And, and we've talked a lot on the podcast great. about Brilliant. microbrewers doing pilsers and lagers. Mm-hmm. That's dedicating a lot of your brew space. Yes, it's dedicating it your fermenters it for is. a longer amount of time. It's it's uh, It's got to be a labor of love. It's two months. Two Ooh. months? Two months. Okay. Uh, about. Probably a little bit, a little touch longer. We lager minimum six weeks. Okay. Nothing shorter. Nice. Um, and sometimes longer. Okay. Um, it really depends on the beer. Loggers, we so we weren't gonna do loggers because they take so long, right. right? And in the first year of us being open, I like got a little too gung ho when we first opened, and I brewed just like a, t- a touch too much. Not that the beer went bad or anything, but I just like I didn't have anything to do for a minute. And my dad's like, just do some loggers, and you can just put them in the tanks. And I was like, okay, sure, that sounds great. And I brewed the K Pablo. And our Vienna Lager, Best Wiener. Okay. And those two sold so fast. Like, we went through 13 kegs in in just over a month. Wow. Like, it was, like, okay. So, yeah. let's figure out how to make this a year round. <laughs> we just designed the future growth around K Pablo essentially. That's awesome. Because it sold so fast and it, it hit a market in this local area where K Pablo sells way faster up here than down in the craft house. Yes. Um and the Pilsner sells way faster down there than it does it up does, here. Yeah. Um both sell well, but it's just like how the pacing. Okay. Um and it 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 was so well that we just had to figure it out. And so we bought two 15-barrel fermenters specifically for K. Pablo on our three-and-a-half-barrel system. So it <laughs> takes two days to fill those guys. Wow. Okay, so what yeah. drove you from K. Pablo to the Paramount Pills then? So I am not shy about this. I deal with anxiety. 
And so okay. I didn't want to do a Pilsner for the longest time because I was like, no, I'm not like, it's not going to be perfect. Like, I don't want to put it out. I don't want to waste the time. I don't want to waste the effort because like, I just got really anxious about it. And my brother finally was like, just fucking do it and just try it. And I was like, okay, fine. And then we did it last year for the first time. And I was like, this is banging. <laughs> and I was really happy with it. There was a few things like it got a little bit of chill haze, which I was like, ah, okay, I'm going to fix that. And so in the second, this is the second time we've brewed it. Mm-hmm. There's and no chill haze And here. it's, it's perfect. No, it is. It is. It's I, a well, beautiful beer. I don't have any notes for myself. Right. Okay. And so I'm not saying it's perfect because I don't know everything. Well, I'm never going to claim that. But welcome. it's pretty banging. I'm not going to lie. But you wouldn't change anything, right? <laughs> I don't think I would change well, it. So that's going to lead us next Yeah. So welcome to the most judgmental podcast. Because, you know, so I just had, a, I did a podcast uh, or, or a, I guess a panel, a Zoom panel for a UConn alumni event uh, about beer. Um, and I was talking to a, a, a guy, uh, his name is Max, and he just took the, um, the the what is it the top level cicerone mm-hmm. the masters master cicerone he just took the tests and we were talking about it and i was like listen i'm never gonna claim like i know like there are people that have been doing this for 20 years there are people that have been doing this ha- there's 20 master cicerones in the year but it, or in the world i'm sorry in the world. but isn't the that world. a different type of knowledge though it is slightly right so they're able to they 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 have to know brewing knowledge, mm-hmm. right? Um, so I, I'd say that there's less on like, okay, here's a brew day. How do you fix it when it fucks up, right? Yeah. That's my skill. I can okay. look at it and be like, okay, we need to do this, this, and this, right? Their skill is to take a beer and break it down to its parts and like taste that and be like, it has, I'm guessing around 70% Pilsner malt, 70 or 20% this, yeah. has this hop at this time like it's a it's a sommelier of yeah, beer right um and in to pass those exams i mean you it takes multiple t- tries but do you enjoy beer after that point that's always my question like i've always thought to myself like look if i go up there Ooh, I, I did nice one cloud I, thank you my my, my number <laughs> two nice. got pushed back because you yeah. know covid and all that stuff and i just yeah. haven't started again but yeah. then it's like I feel like at three I would just be like I'm gonna stop here because I still enjoy beer and yeah. I don't want to not enjoy it anymore There's that that's something that I think it ebb and flows right so for me as a, a professional brewer you have to keep your palate up to date you have to be able to critique yourself if you can't critique your beer you need to find someone that can critique your beer mm-hmm. so you can well, do it welcome well welcome to hot tub beers right and and I think in any beer profession, it goes in and out because there are times... I mean, there was a time last year where I was just like, I fucking... I hated beer. I was like, I'm done. I'm over it. I still made it, but I was just like, I don't want to drink it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to touch it. But I still did my job. And then, you know, now I have a great relationship with beer again. And it it ebbs and flows. It's like a beer Mm -hmm. marriage. Yeah, it is. It just (laughs) ebbs and flows because there are times where it becomes too much of work. Right. So like when I go to other breweries or go to other places, it's like an immediate habit to to do the sensory analysis. And that doesn't it takes a little bit of the fun Mm, out of just having a beer. Yes. And so there are a few beers where I'm just like, I'm going to drink this and there's going to be it's going to be fine. Like Yingling. That's my college beer. That's what I drank a lot in college. So it's not the high class beer, but like I drink that and it's just like memories. So I think we just (laughs) answered a question without asking the question. Which one is that? What's your Lone Star? 
Oh yeah, we haven't yeah, got Yingling. there yet. We got to get out the Lone Star. Oh, we are. Boat. We already got there. <laughs> well, we've we've already God. gone down the road. Here we mean, are. We've arrived. Does that mean we don't drink Lone Star? Oh, we still drink Lone Star. Oh, okay. No, I right. like Lone Star. See, you know what? You know what I like about Lone Star? It's, I got those $2 tall boys in the, from the gas station. Exactly. And like, you don't have to think about it. That's don't. why I Correct. love Lone Star. It's just easy. Correct. Same with Yingling, honestly. I've drank yeah. too much the last two months. So, little little known fact. Yes. Um, there are only two hot tub beer certified Cicerones in the world. Hot tub? What does that even mean? Um, that's, this is, so, it's, it's a title that I just gave me and Jake. <laughs> but um, you're not certified. No, no, no. I created the certification. We're certified. Oh, this is our certification. This is our oh, certification. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a weird certification. <laughs> I mean, well, it's... We, we, I don't give a shit. I'm certified. That's right. <laughs> we're certified. So we're here to judge. Well, so that's like one of those things about, about beer is that I think it's... I mean, maybe wine is changing a little bit, but uh-huh. beer has always been the drink of the people. Agreed. Right, and so it doesn't, and that's and that's one of my biggest pet peeves with a lot of craft breweries is when they shit on the big mega breweries, and and then you're you're alienating future customers. Yep. Right, like don't shit on the Lone Stars, don't shit on on people that are trying new beers. Agreed. I wanna I wanna I wanna chime in on this one. Yeah. Um, I will never shit on Bud Light brewers or no. or the oh people my God. that drink the science it. Science is amazing. But AB InBev and the shit they've oh, done to the horrible. world, the worst. Yeah. But the as for the people that drink suck. it and the people that yes. make it, the people that make it, dude, they're skilled. They are really skilled. Yeah. Never, ever forget the that. The amount of science. Listen, listen. Okay. <laughs> we started. This is one of those things, right, that drives me nuts when people are like, it's shitty. I'm like, no, no, no. But you have to understand. And if you don't understand the brewing process, then you mm-hmm. don't get it but you're dealing with an agricultural product multiple agricultural products a live ingredient right have the expectation of making it exactly the same which is not like wine wine you can have a vintage and it's different correct right and then you're also brewing it everywhere around the world with different water with well they probably do our they're going to do our RO water or and and all that but even still right you have to get the salt perfect you have to get every single part of that perfect and i guarantee you you will have a budweiser anywhere in the world it will taste and it will taste exactly the same yeah that's true and that is crazy it right? is crazy you want to know and that's how, awesome you want to know how heineken does it How's Heineken do it? They just brew it in one fucking brewery for the entire world. And they send it everywhere. Wow, I didn't even know that. Just That's one a fun giant fact. motherfucking brewery, and I, that was that was many years ago. Maybe they open a second yeah. one. I leave room for error, but they one brewery for the entire freaking world. I've only seen pictures. Uh, John went and saw, like, went there, mm-hmm. but like, it is a massive freaking brewery. Wow. Well, that's it's going to be very similar to Paramount Pills. There's only one oh. brewery that produces Paramount Pills. <laughs> yeah, there's only one in the whole world. Yeah. Yes. 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 So we have two locations, but speaking one, of Paramount Pills, yes. On the nose, it's a beautiful beer. It, it visually on the nose, it's a beautiful beer. Kind of bready with mm-hmm. a little bit of hop notes in the mm-hmm. background on the nose. Uh, when I'm tasting this, I'm a little excited. Okay, because I, I I'm really enjoying. It. It's like Pilsers. I love Pilsers, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Czech pilsers are my favorite of all of them. And I'd be really honest. They have a little bit of like, the, mm. Yes, there's mm. a little bit of earthiness. A little, there's oof. a little bit of, of, of hot presence there that makes it unique, that sets us apart yeah. from any other thing. Yeah. Everything else just kind of becomes like what you talk about. It can bleed into the Bud Lights or the Budweiser's of the world, which we just talked about. Yeah. We respect those beers. Yes. But something that sets it apart, the yeah. Czech Pills, to me, is yeah. set apart. Yeah. This is a great example of a check pill. Thank you very much oh, for that, sharing like, it with us. It really makes me feel good. Thank you. No, I, I, I love I, this. I take a lot of pride in some of the things that like when I when I'm when I'm like, yes, this is fucking great. So, I, I like sharing it. Well, I do. Because I really you do. shared it, we're going to give it a hot tub beer rating. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't know if you're familiar with the hot tub beer scale. Yes. So it is the industry standard. If people aren't <laughs> using it, uh, they are far behind on the industry. Uh, but we go from zero to four. Okay. Okay. So zero is uh, we need to burn the brewery down. They should never <laughs> brew beer again. It needs to stop. Uh, this beer should never be drank. Four. Please don't rate that for yourself because there might, there might be some incidents later in the future where they have to come back to this. If we ever Example a, beer, a, she said she would brew the, burn the brewery down. I aspire, I aspire to a point in which we have fans that if we rated a beer zero, like the brewery would have to be careful. Would be in the hot seat. Yeah, because like, the fans would be like, Tim said it's got to burn. <laughs> do you think that'll ever happen? And for legal purposes, we are not liable for anybody that <laughs> yeah, does correct, attempt correct. to do that. Yes, we, yeah, yeah. We did not try to convince yeah, don't, them. Don't burn the brewery down. This was said yeah. in jest. Okay. <laughs> four. Four is the opposite end. Like, I need it. Every time I get in the water, I need this beer. Jake, I'm going to throw you under the bus. I'm going to make you rate first. Okay. Tell us, Jake. Zero to four. Where is Paramount Pills Check Pilsner? 3.756, right? That's very specific. It is. It is very specific. <laughs> Tell us why, Jake. I really enjoy this beer. I think it's fantastic. Uh, it's light. It's bready. It's well mm-hmm. carbonated. It's mm-hmm. easy to drink. Nice. Uh, my biggest issue is okay. the Czech Pilsner part of it, right? Okay. Okay. I think it is a Czech-style pills, personally. I think it lends itself a little bit too bready to be okay. a traditional Czech. Okay. Uh, a Czech pills is... Saz hops and Pilsner malt. That's it. For sure. A special hop that she just not going to tell you. Yeah. It's got the secret sauce. And so the beer overall is fan freaking tastic. Um, and my only thing is it's a little too bready. Maybe it's the heat. Maybe okay. maybe I want something a little less bready. But I yeah. also I absolutely love it. I think it's fantastic. And I without a doubt will drink a lot of this <laughs> and share a lot of this. So three seven five six. So I'm I am going to go higher than you. But I there's surprise. <laughs> there, there's there's a reason. I want a specific reason. Like you're rating it to exactly what a check pill should be, but I, there's a she she mentioned that she's got a secret hop in there that kind of is her secret sauce on this beer. I, I that's like not that it, traditional. It isn't. That's yeah. not traditional. Okay, and but I'll, I, I'll give you that. But I like that, <laughs> and I think that goes beautifully with the name Southern Yankee, right? This is no <laughs> in no way traditional Texas, right? And that's okay. We love it. We accepted it. She, they've they've done well in Texas because in Texas we just like good beer. We like good beer. We love like good, good people. Beer. And and so I think this is really good beer from really good people. I think it fits the name. I like the unique hop that may not be too traditional. Um, we'll call it a Texas interpretation of a Czech Pilsner. <laughs> there you go. Um, and for that, I'm I'm going to give it a, a, a three nine two. Uh, the only reason I'm going to go four, not going to go four, is if I'm rating this on a true hot tub beer scale. Right, we're in the winter and we got the hot tub fired up. This may not be the one that I'm drinking the whole time. I want to go to that darker stout. But in the summer, 
I, I think this one, I, I could sit outside in the pool and drink Paramount Pills all day long. I want this in the fall. You want it in the fall? I want it in the fall. Mm, yeah. And like early fall, right? Yeah, like not that. the technical fall, but like the, the Texas well, like, fall. Are you t- I was like, Texas fall? Or yeah, like, yeah. Like when you think of like fall, like leaves and like, like white the, bitches and Uggs. The first temperature drop <laughs> halfway through oct- October, right? Like a nice, like I gotcha. a, a, yeah. a very cold, like 85 degrees. Oh my God. That hurts my very soul. Very cold 85 <laughs> degrees. Okay. Like I'm, I'm like damn near freezing. It's like 85. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta start thinking about what jacket I'm gonna bust out. 85. Okay, so that was one of the big culture shocks when I moved down here. I moved down here in December, and I was like in a flannel <laughs> and like just like, I don't know, no, not full pants. What yeah. are those um, capris? I guess like jean capris. Uh-huh. You probably. And sweating. I go into work, and I'm just like, ch- like it's good. And there's people in like full on, like, winter jackets. Yes. And I'm. This this is we take our winter very seriously. It's here. very we like to cover odd. up from the elements. <laughs> um, I agree with you honestly. Like the the winter, like to me, can't do it. it Wait, feels we got so a heavy. Good. We have a heavy humid, like winter. Like it's like it's not even that cold. It's just the humidity just bites right through you, and it's like a jacket won't work for me. Oh yeah. no. I layer up, but also so I layer up. I went heavy. without AC in my car for what ten months uh, in the last year, and I just got it fixed. So no, there's no. a there's a there's a different person in there. You're moving up in the world. My I am actually. Perfect I'm, I'm rich. Is like sixty five. That's perfect. That's freezing. That's like shorts and a sweatshirt, and I'm good. Okay, so speaking of perfection, I want to get back to the beer. Okay, So yes. you're the brewer, right? <laughs> so yes. usually we don't have the brewer rate on okay. the flavor and the taste of the beer. Sure. We rate this on, or we have you rate this on how close to perfect did you get this beer. So zero oh boy. is, I, I screwed up. I'm never going to brew this beer again. Four I is, I, I wish I could make this go <laughs> this way every single time. So on a scale of zero to four, mm-hmm. four is perfection. Where is Paramount Pills for you, the brewer? I don't think any beer is perfection. Okay. There's always somewhere to improve, whether it's, and, and that may be, you know, as you as the beer drinker, you won't know the perfect, like the, the improvements, uh-huh. but like. Say, like, I can improve my extraction from the grain. Like, every time I'm doing okay. a recipe, I'm working on it a little bit. And so there, there's never perfection. If you do perfection, that means that you've gotten comfortable and you've gotten too big of an ego. Ah, and like you're not going to—you're you're probably going to start dec- declining, honestly. <laughs> but— I'd I'd probably do like three nine. It's pretty high. Three nine. It's pretty, pretty high. high because I love it and it's good. It's exactly what I envisioned in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some brewing process things that I need to work on. Okay. But not flavor profile. If that All makes right. sense. Okay. So maybe just some tweaks in the process, mm-hmm. but the flavor profile is. Spot it's on where it's you want. It's exactly what I want. Love and it, it has a little bit of that bite. It has a little bit of that hot flavor. Um, I, I think uh, a lot of times Pilsners, if and, and this is one of those things that, like, I think I, it's not perfect to what you'd expect as a this is an exact replica of what a Czech Pils is supposed to be. Okay. But I think when you're in craft beer, there is, uh, and and this is from a traditionalist kind of brewer, right? There is space for creativity. There's space for change, right? There's space for 
doing something that's a little bit new but also respecting the tradition and that's that. that's one of that's my thing right so i want it to be a good beer no oh, yeah. matter what it is yes. if it's a pastry stout it must be a good beer first i like right that. and if it's not a good beer then just start over like <laughs> don't try and hide it in things nice um and and so yes i've done a little bit non-traditional in this like pilsner recipe but it i think it it embraces the spirit of what a Czech pills is supposed to be. I like that. You know? I like that. Delicious. That's a great explanation. Yeah. I love it. I love it. <laughs> speaking speaking of spirit of beer, we got the National Beer of Texas in our hands. Yes. We're drinking a little bit of Lone Star. Now, you hinted a little bit earlier, your yes. Lone Star might be the Lone Star of the, the Northeast. Yes, Yingling. it is. So, okay, so. <laughs> that's like college year. That's the one that's like, oh, my gosh, I can get a $2, like, 32-ounce tall boy from the gas station before while i'm walking to a party like that's what we would do in 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 50 degree weather Mm. in like in in like listen in like in like what you think of like college bitty clothes like i would be dressed like that like walking (laughs) with like heels with my lone star in 50 degree weather that's my college experience Where'd you go to university? UConn. UConn yes. University. University of Connecticut. University of Connecticut. Yes. Oh, okay. The basketball team. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Gino Ariyama uh-huh. and the Huskies. Yep, yep. Oh, yeah. I have no clue. They have no, they, I'm they a have failed a, human being. I didn't go really to college. Good, they have I don't a really sports. good women's basketball team. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I'm into sports. I, I sometimes wish yeah. I was so I could just have that common conversation. Yeah. But I, I know none of it. That's okay. We can connect. Except for like over rugby beer. and roller derby. Rugby I know those and there roller you go. derby. Yeah, the two R's. You just want yeah. to see people get hurt. Pretty you don't much. even want to it's watch fun. sports. I yeah. used to play roller derby for a while, and it's it's fun. What was That's your roller phenomenal. derby name? Uh, Sid Vicious. Sid Vicious. Yeah. Nice. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Nice. A little Sex Pistols reference for you. Exactly. Yeah. Way to stare sure into that, my soul when you said sure that. that Jake, Jake knew what we were talking well, about. I will say before it gets too warm, I'm going to pop this double IPA. Let's do it. Let's do it. So we're going to take a little break. We're going to come back. We're going to play like a pirate in just a moment. Hot tub beer fans, are you looking to buy, sell, or lease a home with or without a hot tub? Hugh Height, the Texas beer realtor, is who you need to call to help with all your real estate needs. Hugh knows hops and Hugh knows houses. That's txbeerrealtor.com or 281-939-8182. Welcome back to Hot Tub Beers. Getting ready to play like a pirate here. Uh, Sydney, Sydney's covering up in the, uh, the hot <laughs> weather. Apparently 102 degrees. You still have it's to keep too cold for her. It's too cold yes, for you. it's just a little frigid. Yes, just a little frigid. <laughs> so, tell us what we've got in our glass because we've got a New England IPA. Is what you said? Not a New England, East Coast. East Coast. I'm sorry, East yes. Coast IPA. Very different. But but it's not what you know. A craft beer person going into Thistle Draft Shop asking for East Coast IPA Mm-mm. isn't going to be looking for a beer that looks like this. Mm-mm. Okay. No. So so tell me the story behind this beer. So, when I first started brewing in Connecticut, it was before Hazy's became Hazy's. Okay. Um, and what, when I learned my boss up there, uh, his name's Tyler Cox. He, I don't think he works in brewing anymore, but he brewed a beer called Subduction IPA. Okay. And that was freaking delicious. It had all the fruity notes of what you'd expect. Yay, Max is in here. Here comes Max the... saving everybody with his mice. Yes, please. 
Oh, thank more, you, Max. Please. As much as you can. Yeah, I was about to say, that's going to melt in a matter of minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you got? Oh, damn. All right. <laughs> oh, well. Well, it'll do the job. Here, slide that into the shade. There we go. Jake just wants it right next to his hips. <laughs> it's going to cool uh, off. And, and so, Ooh. like, all the fruitiness of what you'd expect, like a big fruit bomb, the tropical hops, the really nice, just fruity, tropical citrus, all those things that you'd expect in a New England with a little bit of hop bite. So yes. not crazy amounts of bitter, but just like a little hop bite, very soft body, very easy drinking. And this is that 8%, 8.6%. Okay. Eight point, um, yeah, and so it's 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 like that. What that in between? It almost became a full style, I guess, until New England's became New England's. Okay, right. So I call it like so. Our juice pop IPA is a juicy IPA. It's not a hazy, but it's a juicy IPA. I would probably still consider this a juicy IPA because it has a lot of those juicy flavors. Right. But it has more malt behind it. Okay. And it has more roundedness from the yeast, where New England IPAs are mostly all hop, right? Yes. There's not a lot of, like, full circle, I guess I would probably say it. Okay. It's all hop. And a little yeast. Yeah, for sure. Because I guess what, like, I guess what I have gotten used to as an East Coast or a New England IPA is going to mm-hmm. be that hazy. Uh, mm-hmm. Sometimes uh, the, what turns juice. me off about them, yeah, is mm-hmm. they become almost these yeast bombs. Yeah. Um, and but this, if I'm just looking at this before I taste it, oh yeah, it's crystal. It, it's it's beautiful. <laughs> it, it looks like a West Coast. I mean, it doesn't help eye. that. It's a little warm because you don't get as much of the tropical flavor. Oh, I get a lot of flavor. Okay, I was like, I get a lot of flavor. I'm getting a lot. It is a little bit warm, right? But I mean, it's we're it's it's 102 degrees outside. (laughs) We're in the bed of a pickup truck, like uh, so. We're not going to complain at all about warm, but the flavors are still there. There's some really nice flavors to it. I'm really enjoying it. The the malt backbone on this IPA, I really enjoy. Yes, I would almost say like it's got a malt backbone of what you would. What I guess our listeners might consider a West Coast, yeah. but the the hop profile the is definitely East Coast, mm-hmm. without a doubt. So I have mm-hmm. to say this uh, because we're talking about color, and it's such a hard spectrum to to describe mm-hmm. color. This has the color of an art car. Art it does car. have the color. Okay. color yeah, of an art I could car. say that. I mean, it does not have the flavor of art car. No. It's totally yeah. different. But Correct. man, the color—it's like it's—it's—it's it's, it's it's, nice. It's golden, but it's slightly darker than mm-hmm. you would expect out of mm-hmm. most IPAs you see lately. Yes. But man, it's right. freaking good. This is so like for me when I think of like my go-to IPAs, this is kind of my signature thing. Okay. Right? And this is something that I think that is uniquely Southern Yankee because of my experience of where I brewed and how I learned how to brew. I love that. That's what I wanted um, to ask about next. Is literally like this is what I mean, we were brewing. This is what the East Coast style. This is using those Azaka Galaxy El Dorado hops like the, these are the ones that are like those super fruits that give a lot of that flavor but in in my beer philosophy a beer needs balance uh-huh. and I like a little bit of malt I like a little bit of that yeast flavor I like balance otherwise I think it's like a little bit wonky and to me like it's I'm not trying to hate on hazies like we make hazies like I'm right. we just, we're brewing them right now this is a swizzle burst that's our one of our hazy IPAs um they're to me they're just a little bit cockeyed on the balance and so they're okay. much 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 more heavy on the hops and if that's your flavor go 
go drink it. Have yeah. a good time. Um, for me, I like that tropical fruit, but I also want balance. I want a little bit of everything. Um, and a lot of people forget that uh, just a tiny bit of malt flavor. I'm not talking about the caramels. Right. I'm talking about just like a really nice, robust, like base malt with like a little bit of something, something here. It, it adds like roundness and even supports those tropical flavors mm-hmm. so that the beer itself lasts longer. So, and, and I love that as a beautiful explanation of like exactly what you're wanting when you're brewing an IPA, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I want to rewind it a little bit. And I want to go back to those days when your dad and your brother were like, all right, Sydney, it's time to go to brew school. Yeah. Uh, tell us a little bit about your brewing education, where sure. it went and, and, sure. and how you got to the point where you gave us that beautiful description of what an IPA should be. Oh, boy. Um, when I first started, I... Okay, so I've, I... This, this is just feedback, right? Yes. Not feedback. I... We're open to feedback as well. <laughs> well, it's the wrong word. I was thinking of something different, but I lost the word in my head. Um, I professionally brewed a 15 barrel batch of beer before I ever made a homebrew batch. Really? Yes. Okay. (laughs) So I started as an intern um, and uh, under uh, a guy named Tyler Cox. He's a very interesting man. (laughs) (laughs) I think that uh, I reflect back on my mentorship under him and he was a very hard person to work under. Okay. But it made me better as a brewer for sure. Um, because he wouldn't tell me how to fix things. He would just be like, go fix it. And I'm like, well, I, I've never done that. And he's like, well, you can figure it out. And I would just have to figure it out. I love that. Um, and I was very frustrated at the time. But now I reflect back and I'm like, man, it made me better because I do critical thinking on, on beer process. Well, not only um, that, is having to fix things on somebody else's dime is irreplaceable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And and that, that was like... Uh, a big part of my beer philosophy is, is learning under him is, is because he may have been kind of a a dick, but he, I mean, I think we dropped one batch the entire time I brewed under him. And I, I started brewing with them in year or in month two. Right. So the first two months that they were open, I was the intern there. Um, and, and it's the brewery I started at is outer light brewing company. Um, that's where my husband and I met. I mean, nice. we, that's where we got engaged that oh, they, cool. them, their family. And that's like beer family right there because they, I mean, we, some of our very good friends are, have, are all up there. Um, they definitely influenced my style of brewing very heavily Okay, because it was again, my first like professional brewing experience. And then on top of that, um, I was going to the American Brewers Guild, which is the, uh, um, within the, I think, I don't know where it's at now. It was the third top program for brewing in the U.S. at the time. Um, and Steve Parks runs that. He has brewed in the U.S. He's brewed in the U.K. He's phenomenal educator, phenomenal brewer, um, he also sourced with all of the classes we took through him. He found the expert in the field and convinced them to like give a lecture and they're all on record. Like I have videos of like, um, shoot, he's leaving, uh, the head brewer of Brooklyn. Garrett Oliver. There you go. Garrett Oliver did an, uh, uh, a lecture for us. I mean, oh, that's awesome. it like people that have, so much knowledge and so much experience. I have 
like videos of them telling us like how to do this and why to do that and I go back to those uh, frequently because you, you I mean I'm never one to say this is one of those things I was just talking about last week is the more you know the more you know you you know nothing mm-hmm. yes. right and so I'm I, I guess I'm, I'm very humble in that like I there's constant knowledge to learn and there's people that have been doing this for way longer that I can just absorb and I want to yeah. because there's people that have so much amazing knowledge and I was able to learn through them um, and that that was heavily beneficial to me and like my recipe design learning how to go into you know the water profiles the the types of malt and like doing the calculations myself okay. instead of just using a program um, it was a pain in the butt but you know once you know how to do that you understand ingredients a little bit more do you think it's more reliable to do it that way uh, I so like I don't know right so like I I use Beersmith as like an easy but I check myself on Beersmith right yeah. okay um, and that's because sometimes it's a really big pain in the ass to go through all the calculations I think the the easiest way to do it is to be consistent so pick something or pick a way of doing it um, like, like a neutral point of the process or or something right and you just pick that and that's that's where you do it and that's how you get consistency and in a small brewery right consistency is the hardest thing um, and so learning how to do that and learning how to get that consistency within batch to batch or just doing uh, new recipes all the time which is fun but that's how you kind of just wing it yeah <laughs> Um. Yeah, I think I answered the question, but you I did. think I ran to them. No, but that, that's okay. <laughs> we love it when people rant. Uh, no, I, I think that's a beautiful explanation. Do you still keep yeah. up with the people that you learn from? Mr. Oh, absolutely. Cox? Yeah. Well, Tyler, not as much. We're friends on Facebook. His parents uh, like my photos a lot and like oh, comment on cool. my photos. He's great. Yeah. Take that, Tyler. <laughs> Your parents like yeah. me. What's up? <laughs> he, he he's just a very unique individual. Um and and I think part of uh and I've reflected this back both with the owners of Outer Light as well is um when I was learning I was very young. I mean and this is I'm I mean I'm turning 30 this year so I'm not that old but in my mind like it's been a long time since when I started and when I started, you know, you have a different mindset of like what's important. And so there was a lot of butting heads with him at that point. Yeah. Yeah. But we, I, I now reflect back and I'm like, man, he may have been a dick, but he definitely made me a better brewer. There you for go. sure. 100%. You heard it here, Tyler. Yeah. Assuming, <laughs> oh, assuming he's going to find it. The first, the first, this is, this is it. The first year that uh, we opened, he sent me a box with, with a Budweiser and just said, you've got to make it better than this. And that's it. <laughs> I that's, like that though. That's kind of awesome. <laughs> that is. That you know is what? really cool. You know when you hear somebody talk about somebody and it like kind of like hits you in the soul and like a personification of in your <laughs> internal mind. I'm like, how many of my employees think I'm a fucking dick? But in ten years, they're like, oh wait, I understand it now. Well, but it's you're still a dick. Reference point, right? You're you're it thinking is a of it in a different point. way, yep. right? Yes. As a business owner, you have to look at things differently. As a brewer, you have to look at things differently. As the assistant, you're looking at things differently. As a new person into the beer industry, you're thinking of things industry. That's like 
with Max, like he's still super excited about going to all these events and like talking beer with everybody. And I'm not going to lie. Like there's a lot of times where I'm just like, I'm tired and I don't want to schmooze, mm-hmm. but I, you know, you have to, Yes. and I do enjoy it. I'm not saying I don't enjoy it, but there's right. just like seven years of schmoozing, you know, eventually you get a little tired about it. Yes, ma'am. Actually, I got, I got a question. It's a little, little sidetrack from mm-hmm. this. So you're about Let's to turn it. 30. Yes. You're tired of schmoozing. <laughs> How are we schmoozing you for your 30th birthday, and when's the party? Oh, <laughs> oh I have no idea. Is it going to be in this state? Oh, for sure. Oh. Well, then, as long as you call us, I don't care. We're going to schmooze <laughs> yeah, yeah. you. I don't, I don't even... show up with a truck. I'm going to show sure, up with, like... Sure. Uh, Full of water. Uh, yeah, hot tub with some lobster. <laughs> Not in the hot tub. I should make, clarify well, that. Well, hey, oh. so my... my uh, Speaking of that, I was like, I'll probably just host a party at my parents' house, and this sounds weird. Oh, even better. Even better. They get weird, a clean up. <laughs> but they have... An amazing two and a half acres in Conroe that they're building like a house on their house and they have this amazing like outdoor kitchen patio situation being built. So I'm cooking for you and it's close to my house. It's (laughs) amazing. Yes, it's absolutely amazing. I love that. I know. So this beer. Yes. Play like a pirate. Jump jump into the place. Not ideal being a little bit warm, but you do. I, hopefully, you taste some of those fruity flavors and oh, yeah. that oh. balance that I I aim for. No, so do, I think brewing. I think in hot tub beers we we're used to tasting beer mm. in all different states. And, and it, the it, ice helped. It the ice helped. Better. It did yeah. cool down a little bit. I need I need to ask you a real question before Tim continues on. If okay. you're a pirate, what would your pirate name be? Oh, good call. I mean, if you're making pirate beer, you better have a pirate name, right? Mm. Well, so the name actually came from my dad. <laughs> oh, so we so have your a dad's beer a called Work Like a Captain. Which is our West Coast IPA. Okay. And then we have Play Like a Pirate, which is our East Coast style IPA. Oh, I like it. And so we have Work Like a Pirate, or, or Work Like Captain, Play Like a Pirate, and that's named after my dad specifically because he retired from the Navy as a captain of a submarine. Wow. <laughs> wow. So, like, it was, it's, he earns so, more, but he gets a beer. It's named <laughs> after I feel, an I feel like your dad needs his own segment now. He's, he was, he's he an was, alien. He's amazing. That's pretty he's named, cool. named after an actual captain. Yes. Named after an actual yes. captain. He's yeah. named after an actual captain. He's actually a plank owner, too. A pirate is not a rank in the Navy, though, correct? What do you... No. No. He's a plank owner because he was the captain of a commissioned submarine. So there will always be a plaque with his name on it in the USS Illinois, which is a submarine. Yeah. Oh, that that's just got cool. being That got built, uh, what is that, five years ago, four years ago now? That's... What do you mean there's not a captain in... Pirate. Oh, and pirate. Pirate. Okay, I was like sitting there. I was like, Commander, Captain. I'm like, no, the Navy has all of that. I'm like, trying to admiral. Okay, yeah, but not pirate. Not pirate. Pirates don't have captains. Well, they have captains, but pirate's not a rank. Pirate is not a rank, but captain, pirate captain is a rank. Pirate captain. If you want to call him that. Oh, a Mustang. Yes. He enlisted Ooh. first and then became an officer. Oh, would that be your pirate name? He's a Mustang. I guess, sure. I'll, Mustang, I'll be the Mustang. Mustang Captain Mustang. Arr, Captain Mustang. <laughs> Captain Mustang. Sydney. Oh, that's, like, that's a well, lot. Well, that's a mouthful. Be? It is a mouthful. Captain Gers McGee. Captain Gers McGee. I just you it doesn't had have that to make ready. sense. I did. You had that ready. Oh, you thought that question came like unthought through? <laughs> no. If Jake has the question, he already has the answer yeah. in his head. Yeah, okay. 100%. All right. Yeah. Don't, don't okay. you try to fire questions no, back like, at me. I was like, I don't think I have that answer. <laughs> this is our podcast, Sydney. I mean, that's We fine. ask the questions. That's fine. Okay. Actually, no, I'm just easy. You can I will, ask I will as many questions this. as you like. Yeah. Copperhead uh, is doing a lot more barrel-age releases recently, mm-hmm. and so I bought, the, I bought the crate to go with it. 
what, which I mean, is what a is pirate that? ship. It's it's a crate. It's a pirate. Well, it's a it's a little crate that every every barrel age release you get that uh, crate filled for free every single time. It cost me more than I'll ever return on it, but I love Seth, Holy so I don't balls. give a shit. Okay. But they made it into a pirate chest, and I so mean, I was there if yesterday. If you're gonna do it, that's awesome. Yes. Oh, dude, Mark does some great woodwork. So what I was thinking, if y'all are on board, because now we've talking yeah. pirates. Every barrel age release, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna dress more like a pirate every single time. I mean, I'm okay with Ooh. that. Would y'all want to come to me with me to Copperhead dressed as pirates without letting anybody know except for the six listeners on this podcast? Absolutely. I, think, I mean, my dad has a pretty. I mean, so he did for Halloween one year dress up as Blackbeard. And he has a stride that's very much like Porter Dude's stride that just, the cape, like, his coat literally fluttered behind him. It was crazy. Oh. I was like, dude, you you are a pirate. So, All right, maybe. so, weird deal. <laughs> uh, I'll buy uh, I'll buy y'all a four-pack if you, your husband, your dad, and your brother come. Uh, <laughs> mainly because I don't think I've met everybody else's significant others. But if y'all come dressed as a pirate, I'll buy you the full the full four-pack, and we'll just drink and act like pirates. Pirate, pirate day. At Copperhead. Yeah, and I'm not going to tell <laughs> Seth. Yeah, yeah, nobody should know. So Hugh, John like, Moore, you six listeners, don't tell Seth. I, I feel like I feel like we should have Pirate Day at Southern Yankee and just kind of walk do that into too. the craft house in Montrose uh, dressed as pirates. I will Ooh. tell you right now that if you walk in as pirates, I will tell Josh to give your beer your first beer on on me. I'm buying a seven hundred dollar. So. I'm Go buying ahead. a seven hundred dollar costume just so I can have so thirty five dollars. <laughs> I love it. Josh is our GM at the craft house, and okay. I'll be like, hey, I love Josh. If he uh, walks yeah. in, I'll be like, get, you give him a free beer. Uh, oh, that's, enjoy yourself. Oh, that should be that should be an Instagram live. I was so happy when I found out Josh worked for y'all. Josh, he's a, he's is a great guy, amazing, and I I I tell him this, and he he is. Uh, he is a very humble man, but he is phenomenal at his job. What's his pirate name? I don't know. You know, a, a international know. talk like a pirate day is coming up in I September. Know. We have we, we do a little post about it. Do you? We do. We we, we might do a little post about it, and by post about it, I mean we may post up at the bar about it. <laughs> oh, what's the there day you on go. It? Was it like the twelfth or the twenty first or? Oh, I don't know. I'm not. I I don't, like Patrice is my sister in law, and she is the. Marketing master of Southern Yankee now. Oh. I, I I love it because I am not good at marketing, so I I let her handle all the things, and she's phenomenal. So at Patrice, it. Patrice, we want to we want to dress up like pirates and come to your bar. Oh, Jake's googling. <laughs> okay, this is the portion of there the podcast for Jake Googles. Uh, September nineteenth. September nineteenth. I was only off by like ten days. And it's on a Monday this year, which is even... Oh, that's steak night at the me. Craft House. Oh, I know. I've been wanting to hit their steak night. I'm just saying. It's, it's prime rib. Mate, listen. Matt. It's prime I'll, rib a steak? That's, it's, he, it's, he cuts it to order and he like smokes it all day. Oh. It is so good. That's been, that's been one of the ones that... Like, Mandy's not really into steak. so good. But I've been like, Mandy, I, I want to go to Southern Yankee because their steak night, it's prime rib steak night. It's I can, it's I, so good. I can imagine Mandy wouldn't want to put up with your beef. Uh, <laughs> uh, just to be clear, that was punny. in the Here argument, not the Here not comes, the sexual part. That was the, the argument. I'm just saying, okay. it's a punny thing. <laughs> All right, well, so, we're gonna have to keep on moving because this yes. ice is melting faster right, than it so, should. Okay, so tell me, tell me about the this beer. What are you what are you getting off this beer, Jake? Play like a pirate with me. Uh, you cool if I just drive straight in? Dive straight in. I'll do, I'll, I'll do two in a row. Don't drive sideways. Uh, I'm going to go 3.912. Uh, oh, 
Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Repeating. That's repeating. good. Yeah. Nice. Don't forget those other hundred thousandths. <laughs> um, man, this is a good, a good beer. Uh, I like that it is hop forward without being astringent. Yeah. Um, it has a darker body without being too bready. Uh, there's a lot of tropical notes in it. Overall, it is a very well-brewed IPA. Um, I think this is a style of IPA that we're missing a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm probably going to ask you to buy a keg if you let me, which you probably won't. Oh, but- of course. I got. Hey, listen, I just sent out the... So because of our chiller issue... Uh-huh. We are only selling to the people that I've already sold to. Oh, speaking <laughs> so of which, so you have like the the one of the exclusive Southern Yankee kegs that is outside of the the buildings we operate. That's oh. phenomenal. So when I ran into <laughs> Alex a few years ago, he said, "No, we're no longer distributing. We're only doing the craft house for now." Yeah. Did yeah. you know Thistle Draft Shop was the first keg ever sold? It was. Was it really? To it was. A, a distro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. So we got, we got a little bit of a bond. It's not the strongest bond, but it's a it's a bond. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> so pretty soon you could come to Thistle Draft Shop and play like a pirate. Well, they have we the already, pills on, I think. Or yeah, the very it, it, tail the end of the pills. Yeah, yeah, or yeah, it's already blue. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, you have to ask my staff. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. I never know until I go back and visit, but I haven't I haven't had the it, time. That, it, it was such an easy sell. It's it so went good. It went so quick. So I, 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 I'll yeah. finish up. I think I think it's a great beer. I think it's it's got a nice tropical. It's enough breadiness. It's not astringent. It's easy drinking. Um, there's not a lot that I, I I would change about it uh, outside of nitpicking. But I think <laughs> I think it's great, and I I can't wait to see if we can get it on tap and share with y'all. I I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you. I can't wait till Jake gets it on tap as well. <laughs> this is uh, if I want to drink a tropical IPA, this is what I want to drink. I don't want to drink a haze bomb. I don't want to drink a juice bomb. Well, you don't I, I like heartburn? I, no. I'm not, I'm not really into it. it. Especially like, okay, so you said you're fixing to turn 30. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm a couple years past 40. And so, like, old ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm the oldest one in the hot tub, uh, which, which tends to happen like all the fucking time. Uh, but anyway, right. we're I'm, only 10 I'm years like, apart. We're only 10 years uh, apart. I will say this at 30. 20 looked so much farther away oh, than so 30 far. did from 40. Yep. Yeah, yeah. The 30 felt like right on top of 40. Also, I when, joke that I'm internally 45, so. Well, well then I we're just, basically the same age. Yeah. I want to let you know when they say 30 hurts, they don't mean that in like a funny way. Oh, no, way. your whole body it, hurts. It actually does hurt. Like I broke yeah. my arm when I, when I turned 30, and it still fucking kills me. I'm just saying 30 actually hurts. So th- th- this is a joke. Listen, so like I joke okay. about this all the time and partially my um, all of my employees have always guessed that I'm like 35 or like 36. And and do you punch 27 them? at most? No, of course not. I'm oh, just okay. like, no, I mean that's usually what I get. No, she can't say and that on air. And I'm usually between there Alex no and I, people usually think I'm older, which is really funny. He's 5 <laughs> years older than me. Um I no, it's I my, I have a PT friend. He's a she's a, a a PT doctor and she le- chastises me constantly because she's like, you're aging your body early. I'm like, listen, I have a very manual job. I lift shit from a living. Yeah. And so like we joke, like when we wake up, I'm like, Oh, I got to crack my feet. I got to put my knees back into place. I got to <laughs> stretch my, my back a little bit and then I can go to work. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> it's pretty important. It really is. Oh, for is sure. Important. Glad you started that early. Oh, yeah. Also, uh, your brother looks very, very young, yeah, right? So it's not that you he look old. He looks face. young. Oh no, he has a baby face. Yeah. 
I just assume you'll have both age. I've lived, I've lived hard face? young. That's what I say. You lived hard. I've had a lot of experience in my 29 <laughs> So is Alex's cap, uh, I'm sorry, pirate name like First Mate Babyface? Oh, first I wish. Baby oh, face. no, he's going to be so mad. You'd be the I captain, though, right? Too late. It's, that's what it is now. <laughs> and captain your dad would be the admiral. The oh, whole fleet. for sure. Oh. The whole fleet 100%. 100%. If there's something above admiral, he'd be that that. Whatever that is. I don't know what it is. I'm not good with Navy terms. I think I'm technically there's a general position at the very top, isn't is there? Is there in the so. Navy? I think it's I just yeah. Admiral Five Star. So Commander know. is like, I think the, Admiral like operations star. of a ship. Captain yes. is the ship itself. And then yeah. Admiral is the fleet of ships. Sure. And then, and there's, then there's, there's different levels of Admiral. Levels. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I got a lot of Navy friends. I should be able to answer this and I can't. I think it's I'm, just I'm a horrible like Five Star Admiral. Like really? Army. I'm just a pirate. I mean, I don't know. I'm pirate Tim. I should probably know this. I drink beer for a living. Uh, <laughs> it's like I make beer for a living. <laughs> yeah. He drinks. Sorry, continue beer out of with bed your analysis. Truck. Uh, yeah, yes, I drink beer got... out of bed of a truck for a living. <laughs> and yells at kids. I mean, kids. well, not for not for a living, really. Yeah, you yell at kids for a living. Uh, yeah, yeah, I do that as well. We got distracted. I'm sorry. This, continue. This is, no, 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 no. You're fine. This, this is I'm, here. I am spilling beer in the truck. I, I, I think it's this. I enjoy this type of IPA. I really mm-hmm. do. I like well balanced IPA. I like yeah. an IPA that that that's clear, that's clean. I know that that when the craft beer thing started, like if you can't see through it, it's not good beer. Well, no, think of where it came from. Uh, you know. Well, it came from Budweiser, so it's it's a progression. Oh, you to see something opposite, right? So it's a progression, not opposite necessarily, but okay. it, it, for craft beer, quality would be clarity, right? Okay. And then as craft beer expanded and said like oh wet beer uh yes hefeweizen okay hazy's okay and so there are some beers like some ipas like sure it could be clear but like i don't really care because nobody else cares so I, why am i gonna put the, the effort ori- the original beer was like soggy clear. bread exactly it literally was soggy bread it, it was not at all what beer is today i'm gonna go a little bit lower than you but not mm-hmm. a lot i think i'm gonna go 385 on this one I, 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 I like it. And in full disclosure, Sydney had me in there, like going, "Hey, pick whatever beer you like." And I was just like, "How about an IPA?" She yeah. pulled this one. No, no pre-judgment on my part. This was just Sydney pulling a beer. It's really good. It's really good. I can sit and drink this for a long time. The only problem is, I don't know if I'd remember what I'm doing after pint number three. Eight point six will come eight, sneaking, eight point sneaking six. up to you. It is. It is. It's a sneaky eight point six. Um, I'm yeah. I'm. I'm, I'm Tastes I'm, like Waterburger on the way home. Oh. What does that even mean? <laughs> you you need more hot tub beers experience. I mean, maybe. <laughs> well, anybody who comes on has an open invitation to come back. Whenever they would like, for sure. For I love talking guy. beer. This is like one of those things. It's like it's a plus of of because so, like I love brewing. Like I, it's it's my meditation, right? That's what I like to say. Okay, is like when I don't have to do paperwork, which is the bane of my existence, which is part a good portion of my job now. Mm-hmm. I love just the the act of brewing, but then talking about beer and like. And teaching and com- like having that camaraderie about beer—that's like the fun stuff. It is. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's why 
That's why we do this in our spare time. Cause well, sure, you don't def- definitely don't get paid. I mean, no, the no, beer no, no, industry no. We're, is we're not a, a big bucks industry. Wait, you have spare time? <laughs> um, I mean, kind of. I had to request off to have spare time today. <laughs> I still have to go to work. So, on yeah. your rating scale, how close to perfect is this? <sighs> IPAs, I'm a little bit more picky. Okay. And so, because there is, because the, the, then this is one of those things that like I hate IBUs. I hate like I hate the it. measurement the, or well, so the, the the measurement to well, the to formula. describe the flavor. It has Nothing. minimal correlation. Nothing. And and that's why at every location that has our beer, and I won't even tell, it's not on Untapped. I never put it because it doesn't matter to the guest. Because it's you not may a measurement. think that it's it's a shitty measurement. It's a, it's a formula. It's not a measurement. It's, it's a calculation. Like, there's like four calculations, and they yep. will all give you different numbers. Which means it's not a measurement. It's just a calculation. So you pick one as a brewer, and that's the one you will use, and that's okay. how you judge your beers. Um, but with IPAs, because hops are such a and, and because I'm a small brewery, and I don't have the option to go pick batches of hops I have to kind of ebb and flow with what I get in the hop industry and that's partly because I do the spot hop and I don't contract which both gives me the freedom to do new things and I don't have to constantly do the same beers Uh, and then it gives me a little bit more restriction because I have to have my beer uh like brand a little bit more wide than you'd get from like a Carbock or a St. Arnold's okay. that has, they go out to Yakima and pick, this is the field I would like, right? That's what they can do. And so I, I have a little bit more variation in what our hops are going to be. Okay. And so I would probably rate this as like a 3.85, okay. right? I'm happy with it. It's good. It makes me happy. It makes our guests happy. It's smooth. It's tropical. It has the malt. It has the yeast. It has a good balance. But there are, are minute things that like I would like to improve, and part of that is just a small brewery growth. So right, what's one is thing that you'd like hop to improve consistency? On it? Hop consistency. Hop consistency. Right. Okay. So, and that's one of those things. It's like if you go to a small craft brewery, you have to, ha- you can't expect everything to be perfect constantly. Correct. Because it's it's just not going to happen. Yeah. Right. And so, as the brewer, my job is to make sure that I set brand guidelines, and in that guideline, there's some wiggle room, mm-hmm. as long as the wiggle room isn't too broad. Right. Yes. If it's if it's tasting like a completely different beer, that's a problem. Yes. If it's just like a little bit more of papaya or a little bit more <laughs> of like mango or citrus, like that is just a product of being a small craft brewer. Right. Understood. Yeah. And so part of that is just being a small spot that isn't able to go to Yakima and pick a field, you know. But that's 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 kind of I don't know, I, I guess that's part of the reason why you know, I, at least I love this industry so much. It's because of the diversity. Yeah, because oh, for there's, sure. there's 100%. so much little nuances from brewery to brewery, even within the same city, that 100%. it makes it fun to go and try it all out. Yeah. Hey, hey yeah. thank you for letting us play like a pirate with you. Yeah. Yeah. So we're gonna take a quick break. Okay. We're gonna come back. We're gonna go to Margaritaville. Yeah. Here in just a moment. <laughs> yeah. 
Are you looking for a house with a hot tub so you can be just like us? If so, you need to call Hugh Height, the Texas beer realtor. He's a craft beer fan looking to help out his fellow hopheads any way he can with their real estate needs. That's Hugh Height, txbeerrealtor.com or 281-939-8182. I don't like my sours sour. I'm Welcome just back kidding. to Hot Tub Beers, where Jake doesn't like his sour sour. <laughs> just kidding. So yeah, this, uh, this is obviously uh, this sour is very sour. It's tart. It's, it's a ghost. It's, it's, Why it's does this ghost. lime ghost taste like lime? It's too limey. So the biggest yeah. debate of the day is: is it goes goza goze? So there's goes goes goose. There's a goose goose. Very different. Okay, a right. goose is a wild sour. Okay. A goze or a goze is like, you're thinking rosé, but it's really a goze. Yeah. Well, they're, they're trying to do a play on words. That's like, stop, because you're just confusing everybody. <laughs> goze, yes. rosé. Shut no, the fuck up. Remember Jose, the, the rosé goze? Yeah. A- Shut up. <laughs> that was Kelly Meyer. Shut up. Kelly motherfucking Meyer. Shut up. Sorry. I it's love you, Kelly. Goes. Shut up. And it goes has uh, salt and coriander traditionally, okay. which we do have, but we added lime because I was thinking gozerita. Yeah. And then we aged it in resposado tequila barrels oh. for Beautiful. like two months. That is so sexy. not too boozy, but just like a little bit of oak, oh. a little bit of tequila. Just like it's all the margarita vibes without the regret. So this one, this one was a five point five. If I Something remember correctly, like that. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. remember. So this. <laughs> We played like a pirate last section. So to bring in the useless history part of this. Useless. For uh, sure. Is it uh, useless? Yeah, it's pretty much. It's fun fact history. Uh, fun fact. This doesn't matter. Fun uh, fact with useless history. So it, Goza is inherently German. That's where yes. it, it started. And so what they yes. the brewery would okay. do is they would brew the beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, they would throw it in a keg before it even finishes first fermentation. Mm-hmm. And they'd take it down to the cellar of the bar. And that's mm-hmm. where it was. So it didn't matter who brewed your beer because every bar it would taste different. So they mm-hmm. do their racking or their secondary fermentation at the bar itself. And so it, it, it kind of lends itself in the very beginning to its own style of sour and it's like here here's an unfinished mm-hmm. beer put it in your basement and they would leave it there for what two to three months or something uh, before I don't know the they racked of it time but it really was like based on taste and yep. it was um meant as a table beer which okay. is like a lunchtime beer uh, to uh hydrate and make a satis- uh, make the the working class satisfied at lunch. Did Salty have, 3.5 to ex- 4.2, exactly. something you could drink all day without getting fucked up and exactly. then Sydney said no. I'll change that. What? Well, oh, well, no, but I put in some tequila. You gotta put a 5, bit. 6, yeah, 7%, who knows. Well, I mean, you know what? 5.5 I think is is perfect. I I I have an affinity towards barrel aged beers. I like that. I have an affinity towards tequila barrel aged beer. <laughs> I so I love barreling, not just in bourbon. We've done gin, we've done tequila. I have a Grand Marnier sour in oh bottles right now. I've got a Sauvignon Blanc Sydney, I think we just sour. <laughs> we we've been together for what two hours now. Oh, yeah, we got in the hot tub. We we're got friends. in the hot tub. We're slowly sipping There's in. There's so we're, many we're getting flavors to know each other. you can get. I think that was the point, right? That was that was the tipping point. That 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 was where we just tipped the scales. That was it. That was yeah. We Sauvignon were, Blanc, gin, yeah, tequila, we're friends. So I, I, so in college, I was the tequila queen. Were you? Not surprised. Yeah, I mean, I know. Did, did you I kind of give the vibes of tequila queen. No, but every party I go to, I'd show up with two things of tequila, like a set, two seven fifties of tequila, and be like, "All right, let's, we're doing shots." 
Is that, <laughs> you come near me, you will be doing a shot. Is that <laughs> irresponsible to show up with two 750s instead of a, a, a 1.5? It depends is that on how irresponsible? Big the or it's is easier that... to handle. Oh, so that's just like straight moves. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, that's it. And then, you know, if you don't crack the second one, you can take it home, where if you open one, you obviously have to finish it. Of course. That's true, yeah. <laughs> wine rules apply to uh, to uh, tequila. If you're at a party if with, like, it, 50 people, yeah, for sure. So what's the, what's the inspiration behind this beer? Uh, literally, I'm, I was... So I, I love goes. I love a really nice, crisp kettle sour. And then having... The one thing that I really get butthurt about a lot of goes is, is they get a little feedy. Okay. A little sweaty because oh, they add a little bit too much salt. Yeah. Uh, and so, like, I'm very particular about my salt amount. And then I'm very particular about the type of salt. We use sea salt only because the mineral content will change the beer a little bit. Okay. Um, and then I, again, traditional, I want to give kudos to tradition. So we add coriander. But I like to kind of, eh, like, do a little something, something here and there. Um, okay. And lime fits in with that sour so well and it you know you automatically think of a margarita so i was like tequila yes. obviously let's do that and so i tried it on a whim i had never done it before i'd never used a tequila barrel and i did it the first year we were open and it was great and so now we do it every single year it's one of my favorites that we release every year um some people get scared and now this year they get scared of the tequila, but it's it's not intense in tequila. It has no, that oak. Not. It has a little bit of the the essence of tequila, but it's none of the bite. Correct. Right, and that's I I with the barrel aging, um, you can either go low on time, and you get more of the liquor flavor and a little bit of the oak, or you go long time, and you get more of the oak and the liquor mellows. Right. The in-between is where you get those really hot beers. Um, So for something as light and simple as a lime goes, we only do two months. Right. We do a little bit. It gets a lot of those flavors, a little bit of the vanilla from the Resposado, a little bit of that tequila bite. Um, But it makes it so it's super refreshing. Adds a little bit more alcohol, a little bit more of that flavor profile. Um but it's still a really just good goes, right? That's it, it that's really, that's the is, key. Yes. Is it's a good if you're gonna call something something, it needs to be that. No, this is a good with beer. things, but it needs to be that with things. I think you know. This has kind of been popular in the Houston area oh since really since the pandemic, right? You got uh what Taco Tuesday mm-hmm. over at Lim Below, Unpoquito Mas, there you go, over at uh, Eureka Heights, uh Hideaway, Saint Arnold. Um there's another one though too, isn't there? Oh gosh, there's like twenty of there, them. Yes, but this would. Some of them are just a blonde ale with lime puree and mm-hmm. salt. Mm-hmm. Some of them are gozas. Um, this is the only one I've had that's been Asian tequila barrel. Well, you know where Taco Tuesday came from? When the shutdown happened, they had a, a surplus of seven, seven iron, yeah. so they threw uh, nice. lime and salt in to get rid of it, and uh, ended up being so popular. They sold out in one day. They said, "All right, I guess we'll do it fresh." Yep. And it literally just outsells everything. It's, it's good. It's insane. It is good. Sometimes that's just how it happens where you like magically make something that is super popular um, and you have to go with it. And it's, it's, if you're a responsible brewery owner, it's like, this is what the people want. 
you make it happen. Mm-hmm. And that's a good point, yeah. right? Like it's it's it, you you talked about yourself as a brewer For and sure. what you like to brew is very. Are different. there some things that you brew that are just because? One hundred percent. One hundred percent. If you are so yes, as a brewer, I would be definitely one of the more traditional. Like I do, my my brother, the way he puts it is that I brew things uh, in a more traditional manner, but. Uh, I also, like, if I'm going to do a milkshake IPA, which we have pineapple king shake, it's a pineapple milkshake IPA. Okay. I do it in my own way. So it's not cloying. It's not going to stick in your mouth like a lot of them do. Okay. But it has the sweetness. Did you just say ingenious? I did not. <laughs> Listen, everyone, everyone has their niche. And if they like their niche and they make profit off their niche, you go do that thing. That's God fine. bless them in their niche. Right? Niche. <laughs> and that's <laughs> just not niche. my style niche. of brewing. And it's not something that our crowd wants. Mm. Um, and so whenever we do something that is quote unquote hype beer, I do it in what I would say is my style. And in, in my style is respecting the original style of the beer. Yeah. With doing something different, like a goes, where it's a good goes, but we add lime and tequila to make it something new. Yes. Right? I will say this, that every time that we've had beers like this, they taste 110% better in the sun than anywhere else. Oh, for sure. Like, like it's, So here we are. Here, we got a glass. Max is out here now. Do we have some more goes in there? Would you like some more goes? Yes. You're not allowed to say no, Max. Max is off to his side. Well, he's allowed, but I'm I'm giving him the thumbs up. We don't make it beer during work as a as a plus, oh, I'm but sorry. like it's okay. I didn't mean to break your protocol. No, it's fine. This is not like uh, Homer Simpson brewing. He's at the tail end of brewing, so he's all already done the hard part of like aiming the gravity. So like he's good. <laughs> I will I will say that sitting in the back of a truck in a parking lot with 102 degrees outside, <laughs> this beer. It, this this beer is going to be good standalone, but given our current environment, this beer is fucking phenomenal. It's good. It's very good. Refreshing. It is, it, yeah. Well, that's what it, it goes. It's meant to do. It's 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 the electrolyte. It's the Gatorade of beard. Beer. The Gatorade of beers. Yeah. I like that. Electrolytes. That's what you it, crave. It, it is. It is. It, it, it. I think the the tequila barrel that you did with it mm-hmm. adds a little something extra. A little that vanilla. That kind of sets little, it apart. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is a little bit of that. You, you could taste it oaky. in there. That oaky flavor, mm-hmm. that a little bit of earthy. It's it, it's really nice. To The the way that um, my intention was to add a little bit of the, the tequila, but the oak and the vanilla was to soften the, the tart. Okay. So that it also hits more people in the crowd of like I like sours but I don't like pinchy. So if we, you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. I, we we talked a little bit before we started the podcast about untapped reviews. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have you gotten any untapped reviews on this beer? The recently it was the that it has too much lime but I like lime. I so like lime star. but there's too much lime. Yeah, I don't get so it but like stars. okay. Have have fun with it. Yes. That's that's interesting. I like lime, but your beer is too much lime. I would yeah. say that this beer has less lime than some of the other lime and salt beers that we've had. I think that it has it has uh, so a lot of people confuse um, citrus, salt and tart on the same part of your tongue. Yeah. And so if you have a sensitivity to either one of those, it'll feel like a little bit more 
That's just like when you're cooking, right? If you add acid, if you add lemon juice or lime juice, you don't need to add as much salt. So should there have been an asterisk on that post, I have a lime sensitivity? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> yeah, probably. Do you ever put asterisks on your untapped no. post that you have a guava sensitivity, Jake? No, and I do have a salt sensitivity, and this fits perfectly. Because it's not speedy. Yep. I'm very particular. I've had too many gozes. Yeah, cheers. That, cheers. <laughs> thank you, Max. Uh, it's too salty where it's 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 sweaty. I don't it, like the sweat. That's a good point. Yeah, so we like and, and I wish we had you on Sunday. Uh, because we did taste a goza that uh, it it was it, it was it was not good. We we do a live show every Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people tune in. We're, we're kind of a big deal. Six to nine. Six Woo! to nine. We, we got up to 12 one time. We did. We go. did. We got up to 20 one time. Oh, yeah. Was I there? Not at one time. So, okay, okay, so like in a single day, it, but I mean at one time. Oh, yeah, one time. You. Yeah, I think it was one like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what? What did you say? 12? Yeah, it was like 12 or yeah, 13 yeah. or something. Yeah, something like that. So we're, we're, we're in the double digits. Double. I'll call that successful. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. So, so we tasted this goza. It, it smelled like armpit. Yep. It's very easy to go overboard. Yes. Right? And and the the thing that I've found in a lot of because before I make a new recipe, there's a lot of research. There's a lot of um, other recipes out in the world that I can look for context and for like, okay, this is what people liked ten years ago. This is what people like now, because tastes change. Um, and there's a lot of people that like, in my opinion, put way too much salt and, and it becomes that with the souring process, it, it's a little feety armpitty. It gets a little sweaty Yes. and it's not as pleasant as it could be I, in my opinion. No, I would agree with you and, and, and until I think this past Sunday, there was the first time I experienced one that was like that, mm-hmm. right? I, I don't, I don't know. Like, I think I'm, I'm glad we did that on this past Sunday because now I know what Sydney's talking about. I would have been a bit ignorant listening to her, uh, but now I'm not because I'm experienced. It was special with, with sweaty. <laughs> it was goza. special. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, maybe that was the flavor they were going for. It, it's they possible. Some sweatiness. It, it, I just have to say, your pirate was better than their pirate. They had a pirate as well. I don't know who oh, you're talking about, but yeah, yeah, yeah. We're dropping okay. hints. They'll, they'll know. <laughs> they will know. They'll know. Oh, they, dear. they've been, they've been. Have yeah. you started a brewery feud? No, but we, they are very nice people. <laughs> We've tried to start several feuds, but nothing is really taken. There's very True. few. I mean, breweries are pretty chill. Like you just share a beer and be like, "Yeah, you're you're, you're fine. We're cool." Yeah, it's we, all well, good. we've tried to. Jake Jake's incited some riots over peanut butter power powder excuse me yeah one simple comment everybody loses their shit with no answers yeah yeah, yeah. wait i'm confused now i want to know we'll we, use, pe- we use peanut butter powder and we'll our- off air this one don't worry yeah, yeah okay Ooh, yeah. okay yeah so peanut butter powder is one uh logos we tried to get some cease and desist logos, based off logos yeah. haven't been successful with that we're going to end up having to issue our own cease and desist oh uh, no yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. it's pretty dangerous it is pretty dangerous yeah we're so we're kind of an edgy podcast Ooh. yeah very edgy how do you feel now are you Okay, I'm fine. Okay, <laughs> I'm pretty chill with most people. <laughs> it takes a lot to get me pissed, or very like pointed. I guess I try to think of one thing I could say to like get you there, and I was like, I literally can't. I can't. I'm pretty chill. Yeah, I mean, as Since long as you're a nice you. dude, like we're cool. There you go. That's fine. I like it. That's that's part of what's uh, been the fun about uh, 
this whole journey and in and, and, and craft beer and hanging mm-hmm. out with brewers and, mm-hmm. and, and hanging out with reps and everybody else, right? I, I know me and Jake, we, we don't agree on a whole lot, but, but uh, we, we agree on good beer and good people and hanging out. And so it's a lot and of that's fun. Okay. And that, that's what works, right? Yeah. Um, it, it has really worked for us and it's been working for this podcast. It's been a lot of fun. I've found that, and I generally, uh, I put most beer people into two categories, which is the chill, where, like, we can have a chill conversation, and you can tell me, like, hey, I taste this weird thing, and I'll be like, oh, man, that sucks. Like, let's talk about it. (laughs) Let's figure out what it is, right? Because, like, I've had people that come in, and they're like, oh, I taste vinegar, and I freak out, and I'm like hey, random stranger, will you taste this and tell me what you taste? And I would give them, like, samples, and then I'd be like, no, no, you're crazy. Like, I don't know what you're tasting, but you're crazy. And then there's people that are the... I feel like I mean, she's going to say something bad, and I'm in that category. <laughs> Go ahead, do it. She's treading light. Go ahead, like, do it. They can just piss gold, and they nothing they do is wrong. And there's beer people that are like, they won't ever take critique. They don't recognize that they could be wrong. Yeah. Is that and me? they're stopped. No. Well, I feel, like, I feel like we're it. just like. You it, hear that, all you Kingwood humble, <laughs> humble breweries? <laughs> Turns out I don't piss gold. Well, no, and- <laughs> no, no. I think we do. I think we do piss gold, but it's more, it's more fool's gold. I think that well, there's gold. there's people that well, so Faux I would I'll, okay, so I'll mend it, right? There's people, <laughs> oh no, don't mend it. Let's so, keep digging deeper. I like there's it. There's people that think that they can just do no wrong, and okay. there's a lot, and and this is not me shitting on homebrewers homebrewers to professionals. I'll do it, but oftentimes. Because homebrewers that become professionals have only had their friends and family critique their beer, yes, 100%. they're constantly told that it's amazing yes. that when they become professionals, they think they can do no wrong. And uh, that, I think, okay. is, a, is, is a bad thing. That, right? I would agree. It's and that get causes problems. Because if you can't tell, like, if you can't taste it and be like, this is what's wrong with it, yeah. then... You should try harder. Well, we, we, uh, <laughs> because there's this is why we're such good friends. <laughs> like you, like honestly, if you can't taste your beer and be like, okay, I can do this, li- like little yes. things, like even this beer, I I enjoy this tequila gozarita, mm-hmm. but there are small minute things that I would like to change next time. Right. And there's there's a few there's a few beers that I would be like, okay, it's good, and I'm good. Uh, I'm not going to adjust the recipe again. Yeah. I'll tell you what. But it's not many. The tequila's coming a little bit forward. Well, that's. And and I'm digging it. Like, I'm really digging (laughs) it as it warms up and the tequila's coming forward. So, big question. You Mm -hmm. said there's things that you would change next time. Is Mm -hmm. that in uh, recipe or is that in process? Probably. Mm, Probably a little bit recipe. I'd probably um, adjust the lime up, in my opinion, just a touch. Fuck you, untapped reviewer. <laughs> I don't know who you are, but fuck you. Oh, too much lime? Well, eat it. <laughs> that's not my intention. Absolutely, but it's, but it's, it's fine. Having, like, lime, anyway. I think that the lime and then maybe aging it a month longer in the tequila barrels, giving it a little bit more time. I'm in full support. This year, I we wanted it out for Cinco de Mayo. 
mile. So Cinco de Mayo. Mayo. I just did. I did say that. That was wrong. Well, I Cinco mean, yeah. that's the Yankee um, part of Southern Yankee. It's oh, okay. No. Shh, don't don't show it. Shh. Uh, we. I think maybe a, a month longer would give a little bit more of that tequila yeah. and it would add a little bit more balance. Um, but I'm still like, right. My determination is I will never put anything on top or sell anything that I am not proud of. I'm not saying like, this is a good beer, right? If it's not there, we're going to dump it. I mean, we've had flaws. We've had problems with yeast. We've had problems with our cooling, our chiller. I've, dumps i think all together in the four years we've been open five batches which i think is a pretty good record i'll take that (laughs) right but at the same time like i'm not gonna put something out that is not where it should be as a note we would like to say that next time you dump a beer please call us first call us sure because you want to sit in a tub of beer we do want to sit in a tub of Of bad beer yeah Yeah. well not bad beer just not good beer yeah it's not good not quality (laughs) everybody has to take a drink too with you sitting in it or before you? Okay, no, no. We, we've already, I've already mapped this out. You've you mapped pour, it out. You pour all the beer in the tub. Everybody jumps in and takes one scoop right out of the beginning before yes. before you meld and marinate. I'm in favor. Okay. And then you have to you have to judge it from there. I've approved. And Honestly, then you keep I'm going. just thinking of like ball sweat, like mixed Ooh. in with beer. I don't want to like, think about Tim's nah, ball I'm sweat. I'm good. Yeah. I thought that's all you. I thought that's all you thought about. Yeah. It's, <laughs> welcome to Jake and Tim's brine. That's hot tub seasoning. I'm glad we don't have a camera. You can see the faces I'm making. (laughs) I think they can hear the faces you're making. That would be bad. They're so impressive. Yeah. Oh, did you hear that face? On a hot tub. Well, I would love to hear your ratings of this beer. I like like feedback. Okay, so honestly. This one, I'm going to be real honest with this one, okay? Mm -hmm. So. Are you? I, I am like really. I, well, I you didn't am. you didn't base a whole podcast on honesty, did you? I did. I, oh, <laughs> son of a bitch! I did. This this beer in this environment mm. on this day to me is a four point oh, Th- This I this agree. beer okay. this beer is sitting in the back wow. of this truck in this heat is perfect. I think if it's if it's cold outside and I'm in the hot tub, for sure, it's going to be a little bit lower. But man, sitting in the back of the truck in this parking lot, this this is it. This is what you need. Hell this yeah. is what you come out here and enjoy. Like, I, I, it doesn't get, it doesn't get much better than I'm a giving tequila. Myself a high five. I, yeah, I, uh, <laughs> yes. We we have hot tub beer applause. I appreciate that. That's hot tub beer applause. Patented by Mary Thorne, trademark. Uh, nice fairy godmother of Houston Craft Beer. Um, so it is, mm. it is, it is really perfect. I think in the in the hot tub on a hot day on a hot or excuse me on a cold winter day when the hot tub is hot. For sure, I would still drink this, but I think it would come down to maybe a three yeah. Still a good beer, but man, today this is beautiful. And that's why they're seasonal beers. Absolutely, this is beautiful. There are some things 4.0. that drink better in different environments. Because I, I, I will say. Part of the reason that it's a 4.0 for me is it, things aren't staying ice cold in the back of the truck. Mm-mm. And that's okay because mm-hmm. beer takes on different flavors as it takes mm-hmm. on different temperatures. Mm-hmm. This, to me, it's usually those lighter beers, as it gets warmer, the flavors change for the worse. Oh, for sure. This, as it gets warmer, the flavors change for the better. The yeah. tequila comes a little bit forward. Mm-hmm. The lime and salt doesn't take a back seat. They just play a little bit better with the tequila as it gets a little bit warmer. To me, I... That's where I'm at, Jake. I'm, I'm just in love and it's I want to keep sipping. I would say it still hits that, like, 
refreshing part because Agreed. it is tart. Yes. Right? So yes. it may be a little bit warmer because we're in the hot tub, but because it's tart, it's still refreshing. It, it, good call. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Jake, what do you think? I think I'm having trouble sitting in this tub. Uh, <laughs> turns out my shorts are shorter than I thought. Um, Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> I'm going to have to agree with Tim. Uh, situational perfect scores, uh, I live for that, honestly. Yeah. I absolutely live for that. Uh, people one. always ask me, what's my favorite beer? Mm-hmm. There is no such thing. What, what time of day is it? What's the what weather are, like? What are you eating? What's the political weather like? How's your family <laughs> to you? What did you like? eat for lunch? Did you mow the lawn today? Like, there's so yeah. many factors that so go into each little thing on a personal level. And it's one of the things I have the biggest trouble with is when we sit down and we have a lot of fun. Yeah. I feel it's my duty to be as critical as possible. Sure. But, like, also, the majority of these beers in this tub are 4.0s because I'm having fun. They're not 4.0s because it's the perfect yeah. recipe. Four four is because I enjoy yes. being here. Uh, situationally, this is absolutely a four point If I was to dial myself back and forget that I'm having fun, this Cindy's an awesome person, and I don't hate Tim for a minute. Uh, I'm gonna <laughs> thanks, have to, thanks, Jake. You're I'm welcome. gonna wallow in my gozo. Over here. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go. I, I'm still gonna go three point nine five. Nice. Thank I mean, you. I appreciate that. There's so much to it. Um, I think it really I think is. it's well balanced. I am very salt sensitive. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the level that you hit this salt was absolutely perfect. I think you hit a nice point of like I know it's there to enhance the flavor, mm-hmm. but I can't recognize that it's overpowering the beer. Mm-hmm. The lime is acidic. It's bright. There's a little bit of sweetness to the lime itself. Um, it's not really bready. The tequila comes through at a balance. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it's a great freaking beer, and uh, I will drink this again. Hell yeah! Yeah, thank Hell you. Yeah. And you. I'm very, I'm very proud of it. I am. Oh, rating. Yeah. Oh boy. Are we lighting anything because on fire? Because of the the, I'd like a little bit more like tequila, a little bit more lime. I'd probably say like three eight five. But I'm I'm I, of anyone, I'm probably the most critical of our our products here. Because that's my job. Yeah. Yeah. So what would you do to make it better? Well, like I said, I would like probably said, do... Age it a little bit longer? Age it a little bit longer. Um, I might add a little bit more lime peel instead of lime okay. juice, which we do. We do fresh hand squeeze uh, limes for any beer we're adding citrus. We do that ourselves. Okay. Um, but the peel adds a little bit different flavor than the juice. It's not going to add as much of the tart that you think of like lime juice it'll add more of like the lime essence okay. so you get less on the tart side but a little bit more liminess okay it's it's a weird distinction but sometimes you can you can really tell the difference between the two no yeah we agree we're experts in beer <laughs> yeah certified hot tub cicerones yeah. i'd say before it gets too warm we got to go to the last one we are going to go to the last one so we're going to take a quick break we're going to call it an episode cap uh, drink our last beer of the episode. Uh, that's Captain to you. Oh, episode <laughs> Captain in just a moment. Do business with them. Welcome, welcome back to Hot Tub Beers where fuck certain liquor stores. <laughs> We're going like that. direct opposite of what you want to drink in 102 degree weather. We are going direct agree. opposite of what you want to drink in the 100% weather. Um, if if you're a coward, 
I mean, um, okay. We're, we're not cowards on this podcast. I am. We're going after it. So we have the rum chata stout. Rum cha cha. Uh, oh, rum cha cha. Oh, rum cha cha. Okay. So we don't get a C and D from rum chata. <laughs> <laughs> We're all about CMDs here. We haven't been successful in getting a CMD. Yeah. We, we've been successful in everything else. There you because go. we refuse to fail. So <laughs> if for some reason you do get a ce- cease and desist, will you change it to like rum chaka? Rum chaka. Oh, that'd be funny too. That'd be good. I don't know. Rum chaka, I don't think they ha- they, ha- don't, they can't do a CMD in something if it's not like what it is. It smells so much. Um, this is rum barrel aged coffee milk stout with cardamom and nutmeg. Ooh. I didn't want to do the traditional like cinnamon vanilla blah blah blah. Oh, cardamom's the way to go. I love a little cardamom and nutmeg in my coffee. Like I'm a bit bougie with my coffee. How do you do that? You dry spice your coffee or do you like... Oh, so the best part is you fresh, fresh grate some nutmeg into your like cream no, I'm when you're doing no. it and then you add that it adds a lot of the flavor so when you the actual thing <laughs> when you have coffee in the morning you yeah. you brew your coffee is it espresso or is it drip so we i use a mocha okay which is an espresso on the stove yeah 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 a mocha pot i, yeah, I freaking pot. love them yeah so you're going a little bit italian with it <laughs> yes and then you, you take your cream and your fresh grating nutmeg sometimes so my, like my husband six out has of seven been doing days. this wonderful, amazing, loving thing where I get to sleep in and he just comes into my bedroom with a cup of coffee. Which is he is, married? Yeah, yes, he's <laughs> my <laughs> husband. <laughs> and like that's like one of his ways he shows love to me is that he makes my coffee in the morning. So sometimes he doesn't do that. But when I make my coffee, sometimes I'll do like a fresh grated nutmeg. And then if I want to, what I'll do is when I heat up my cream, I'll add a cardamom pom when it's heating up and it, it will re- release some of those flavors without you heat up your cream? doing just a little bit yeah so it doesn't cool down the coffee oh <laughs> i'm just now realizing we are so opposite <laughs> like i don't add cream but if i do add cream it's for the sole purpose of cooling my coffee so i can chug it faster uh, no oh. i like the coffee to like enjoy to the coffee, coffee? Yeah. i drink a half I pot before a i go coffee. to work and oh, so no. if i run out of time i got to drink it quickly Oh, see, I, I, I like it so hot, it like almost burns you. No, I'm in the in-between. I need to be in the middle. Because if you do a mocha properly, a lot of times you get a lot of like that chocolate and that like really nice, rich coffee flavors. Um, and if it's the right temperature, then it even, it just highlights everything and you add a little sweetness and it's like dessert. It's so good. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Mocha's, mocha pots are They're amazing. Awesome. Yeah. I love that they come in like damn near one liters. I'm like, oh, yeah. nobody has a reason for that, but we'll do it. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll have seven <laughs> cups of espresso. Like, Done. okay. <laughs> Done. Yes. We're back so to being friends a, again. This is a rum barrel age yes. coffee milk stout with okay. cardamom. So it's light rum. Yes. You get a little bit of coffee. Yes. And then a little bit of sweetness. You got the roastiness from the stout because it is a stout. And then just a tiny bit of spice because I don't want the spice to overpower anything. I love that. Again, balance. So I, I think I, I, yeah. I was interested in trying this one, right? Mm-hmm. So and now you're not. What's that? And now you're not. No, 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 no. I still am. So I well, but I've already tried it, so I don't have to be interested in trying it because I've already tried it. Perfect. So here I am. I, I, I the spiced stouts. Mm-hmm. Either hit or miss with me. For sure. Right? Because I guess the one that that I've always picked on is cinnamon. 
This one, because when people try and make these horchata stouts mm-hmm. or the Mexican cinnamon's chocolate stouts. Cinnamon's very easy to overpower. Oh, my gosh. Very I think easy. I've only tasted one stout with cinnamon that I enjoy. Before you leave, you're going to try our Snickle Fritz. Nice. Done deal. It's a snickerdoodle cream no. ale. Oh. Cinnamon and vanilla. That's all you okay. got. Okay, so I'm going to set you up. <laughs> Brazos Valley Brewing. Mm, okay. Love, I love Brass Valley Brewing. Yeah, Uh-oh. the only beer that they brewed. Josh, he's speaking to you. Okay? I am okay. Only beer that they brewed was a one-off. It was one of their B sides and rarities. That was a Snickerdoodle Stout. I couldn't finish that one. Oh, I don't remember. That, that was one. the only one I couldn't. do. I thought it was a so, Snickerdoodle Seven Spanish Angels, wasn't it? No, I, I haven't seen a Snickerdoodle Seven Spanish. They Angels. did a couple variants of. That. Why would Why would they do that to my Angels? <laughs> I don't know. I love those girls. I I, I named a, a drink after it. It's Did now you? seven Spanish rabbit, not plural. Seven Spanish rabbit. Why just you're why? gonna love it? Am I gonna love it? It's a singular seven Spanish rabbit. Say, yes, I'm talking Willie Nelson. I'm 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 talking yes. Ray Charles. No big deal. Okay, seven right. Spanish rabbit. This this beer on the nose, it just fills your nostrils with rum and coffee mm-hmm. to me, and and I love that. I love that. I love coffee in the morning. Probably one of my favorite things in the world. But my kids got me all kind of crazy coffees for Father's Day. Uh, I drive my wife nuts because there's like coffee all over the place in the uh, <laughs> in the kitchen, right? Because I'm 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 not the uh, I'm not the most I'm organized, but I'm not organized. If that makes any sense, it's nope. it's organized chaos. It's organized I totally chaos. Get that. Yes, that's the entirety of the brewery. Yes, it's organized chaos. See, I'm I'm organized chaos. My wife is 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 organized organization. Well, your wife's a saint. Well. That's what I tell her. No, that's what she is. Oh, is this she is? Ask, <laughs> ask Pena Pool Pants. Your wife's Pena a saint. Pants. That's just because Pena Pool Pants has a crush on my wife. Nobody deserves your wife. I mean, well, I, I mean, <laughs> you did the work. I support you. I, I do. There you go. <laughs> I do. I And I, the kids that she gives me to work at my oh, restaurant. <laughs> that's true. She does employ my son. Or y'all do employ my son. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, this, this beer... I really enjoy it. And and I'm going to double down here because I was nervous about a spice stout and mm-hmm. nervous about a milk stout mm-hmm. because I'm not a huge lactose fan. Depends this, on usage. I, and and I'm going to agree with you usage. because there are I, – I, I have not – I'm not 100% against lactose and stouts. I might be 100% against lactose and sours. Might be. That mm, I I would agree with that. Okay. If you're gonna do a sour, make it a sour. Uh, if yes. you're gonna make it a sweet thing, make it a sweet. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. But what defines a sour? Uh, Kettle sour, spontaneous fermentation. Well, so that, those are uh, the two, right? That's in my mind. I mean, there's. I've had people say like, "Oh, you don't have a sour on tap," and I was like, "No, I actually have two. I have a goes and a Berliner Weiss." And they're like, yeah. "That's not sour," and I was like, "Yes, yes. it is." Yeah, it is. Well, because there are a bunch of liars. Too many people will sell it as a sour, but then also at the it's same time, juice. those same people will be like, "Oh, this isn't. Uh, this is too sour," and I was like, "This is what a kettle sour tastes like." So what you're tasting is just like tart cranberry juice. And I think kettle sours are so mild to begin they with. They are mild. They're so they mild. They're not pinchy. No. no. They shouldn't be pinchy. I want some weird left in the woods shit that just like hurts a little Oof, bit. Yes. Just oh like. Oh my God, yes. You're they like, each have their place and, and they each are like, I don't know, sours are a beautiful thing. Here we are going down the sour road. Is that acid? Oh, yeah. <sighs> Flanders red. 
a fucking Oat Brune, a good Mac, uh, oh my God, a, that's like, like multi backbone. for me. Yep. Son of so a bitch. Good. All right, I'll call you when the uh, Canteon comes in yes. <laughs> on Wednesday for those people that we listen do, to it I'm on not Tuesday. Lie, I'm very proud of this one because this is a kettle sour version of what I would consider an Oat Brune. We made a, ch- a sour cherry sour brown. Oh my goodness. Yep. So I'm good. In. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's for late fall Christmas time, so don't worry, it'll come back. So okay. good. So good. Fall mm-hmm. episode. For sure. Fall episode. When the parking lot's cooler. <laughs> yes. We, well, it bit. depends on what the temperature is. If it's in the 80s, we go back to the parking lot. If it's in the 50s, 60s, that's we're going, January. We're going to hot tub. Literally January. Like one week in January. Yeah. We, we, we got down into the 12s one year. For one year day. in February. For a day. And in you know where I was on that day? I was in the hot tub drinking beer. Oh, boy. Oh <laughs> That's boy. how it all started. Oh, it was so nice. Yeah, um, sorry. Continue. Beer. Yes. So, so out. this one, I, I don't know. I, I feel like the rum bounces out the lactose okay. a little bit to me to where it's got that little bit of rum flavor, that mm-hmm. little bit of rum spice, that little bit of rum heat that, mm-hmm. that balances that sweetness. Mm-hmm. And so the lactose isn't overpowering. It does add to the mm-hmm. body of the beer, which I do enjoy. Um mm-hmm. I, I'm kind of geeking over this one because this is one that I was nervous about drinking. I wanted to drink it because I was nervous about drinking it. Yeah. And I'm falling in love with it. Jake? Uh, oh, I always knew it was going to be good. Warmer. I don't know. I just always knew it was going to be good. Uh, Are you a psychic? I am. <laughs> um, right. I got kinetic energy. <laughs> you got kinetic energy? <laughs> I don't think that means what you think it means. I move forward. Okay. <laughs> there you go. That does mean what you Do mean. Do you ever move back? Uh, I, I don't. Uh, and I'm a time traveler, actually. I move uh, forward one second by one second in time. Yeah, but, so, but, oh, you, that's, that's but you say time. Well, it's average, but I still am time traveling. <laughs> don't ask me. Uh, no, I, I love the way the spices uh, really kind of tickle. It's like, it's like you have this full body dark roasty flavor you got a little bit of vanilla you get a like a bit of dark chocolate mm-hmm. but the spices just kind of are like the the it's mellow tantalizing it's yeah it's it's right, right there at the tip and so i think it's extremely well balanced uh, i personally enjoy it who cares if it's hot it's it's <laughs> it's good beer I, w- I would agree at this point like i really don't care it's hot. as it warms up some of those flavors are popping a little bit exactly. more and and i'm really enjoying it as it, as it goes this isn't something that I don't know, this one, you know, we talked about the Goza being a, uh, a, a hot weather beer that it might be a little bit, I, I, I don't know if I was fair to it now, drinking this beer. I might need to drink the Goza in cold weather to be completely and totally fair with it because I'm drinking a cold weather beer in the heat mm-hmm. and I'm really digging it. This is spring Texas. There is no season for stouts. No, that's what I've learned for sure. When I first started brewing um, in New England, it was very seasonal because in New England, it's very seasonal. Right. Like, seasons are very defined. Where down here, it's just kind of a clusterfuck of weather, and you're just like, nah, I'm going to drink what I want to drink. Yes. Yep. And so we have to have a stout on all the time. We have to have barrel aged stuff all the time. We have to have sours all the time. We have to have. And I'm okay with that because that gives me a lot more like wiggle room and freedom to do lots of like cool things. But that's what I will say. It went in there and kind of looked at your tap list, and your tap list really does. It, it, it's not. 
one-dimensional mm. by any means. Yeah. So you, you really do have a really good breadth of all the styles that are on there, which is impressive. It's, in, it's intentional. It, 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 well, I, it is. It, and I think as a consumer, we, we really do appreciate that, yeah. right? And so that, that speaks to your commitment to the consumer, mm-hmm. uh, your commitment as a brewer as to what you're doing in that small brew house to mm-hmm. be able to put to everybody else, which is really, really cool. And, and more people need to come in and kind of see that. You can come in and, and have this complete array of style of beers year-round, which yeah. is really, really cool. And so as we're going through that, right, that commitment to the customer has bled over into this Southern Yankee Craft House, right? Oh, for sure. So we've gone from a brewery in a strip center and a yep. brew pub yep. with a food truck that you yep. just sold to your chef, yes. right? Yeah. To a craft house down yeah. in Montrose where you have a full functioning restaurant with craft everything, cocktails yeah. and everything else, right? What's next for Southern Yankee? Oh, I don't know. Grand, grand scheme. Okay. Right? So grand scheme. My dad and my brother talk about this, um, where we would open number three, or okay. or trans transition from one to three, okay. depending on the beer need. Okay. Where we would open a um, what you'd think of as kind of a destination spot that would feed future craft houses okay (laughs) so we would do kind of like jester king style where it's a destination spot with a restaurant and stuff and and full brewery like adventure okay and then that facility would then feed multiple craft house options that would be full craft food craft cocktail craft beer have you have you ever thought about taking it back to connecticut that's it's so far away it's super far away it's so far away i i don't i so like the one thing that like we as a family have all really enjoyed is the local aspect Mm -hmm. each spot like we can't brew things that are what we would brew in connecticut here because Houston has its own flavor. It does. Right? And so you need to brew to where you're at. Right now that flavor is like rum-soaked dark chocolate. <laughs> mm-hmm. It really is. I'm it, sorry. It depends on where you're at, right? So, like, the way I brew IPAs is, yes, I do something similar to what I would like to brew from New England. But it is garnered toward Houstonians, garnered to Texans that have a certain flavor profile that they're looking for. Um, I like to push boundaries. So every time someone comes in and they're like, oh, I don't like beer. And I'm like, well, I don't know if you've had the right beer. Like, let's, what do you usually like to drink? And so we go through, I'm like, okay, you like coffee, you like chocolate, or you like fruitiness. Try this barrel aged something, try this coffee stout, try this fruit beer, try this sour and a lot of times you can find something that people say they don't like beer, they haven't tried it enough. And it's very it's very regional. It's very seasonal in yeah. that way where you need to find something that someone particularly enjoys in that moment. And if you as a brewer aren't able to kind of pivot and accommodate a lot of those flavors, I think that there's some things you got to learn, right? And I'm not saying I'm an expert in any where form but I take very 
big pride in that like we can have 12 people all come in have different palates different tastes and they'll all find something that they really enjoy not just settle for Oh, I love that. I, I think part of this conversation I've really enjoyed is is your humility. And I think that the first part of becoming an expert is realizing that we're you never going to be know experts. Everything. Right, exactly. absolutely. I love that. Like exactly. it's, it's it's really really I, I don't so know this, it's, it's been a fun episode. I've really enjoyed it. What do you think, Jake? Tell me about this beer. You got to rate I just, it. Yeah. Just told you about this beer. No, rate it. Uh Man. I'm going to go 3.90. Oh, okay. I'm staying pretty high today. I, I kind of hate you it, are. but I also love it. Hey, we, we get accused of rating high in front of the brewer, but that to was be fair, no, 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 no. I've told <laughs> Kelly to his face. I've given him yeah, like you, I've given him like a sub two rating to yeah, his face. Have, no. yeah, 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 I don't yeah. have a I don't have that much of a problem. Yeah. Uh, no, this one it's it's very well balanced. I'd like to see it in the winter as well as mm-hmm. the summer. Yes. But as far as the summer goes, it's honestly it's it's pretty well balanced. Um, mm-hmm. I think in the winter I might like it a little bit more heavy. Mm-hmm. But overall, you got a nice chocolatey body. You got uh, a yes. great mouthfeel. You have spices on it that really finish it nicely. Um, I just enjoy it. I'd share it with anybody, and I don't really have any uh, improvements because the only improvement would be like, hey, if you added like maybe a little bit of brown sugar, mm-hmm. you would taste like that fantastic little, dessert at the end of the night. Yeah, yeah. But do you really want to taste that? Yeah, you. Yeah. I, I think it's perfect the way it is. Yeah. You know, I would yeah. agree with you. So I, uh, yeah, three point nine. I think it's good. I think it's fantastic. I'm, I'm gonna, enjoying it. I'm going to be close to you. I'm not going to be right on top. You've been of close you, to me I'm for like two hours, <laughs> but you like it. Uh, Yikes! That was his happy face. <laughs> those of, those of you that didn't see it, it was his happy face. Uh, the the I'm going to go a little bit lower than you on on the beer. I'm going to go. You've always been on the bottom. Three point three point seven eight. For me, okay. in the back of the hot tub, I really enjoy it. I enjoy the flavors. It is heavy beer for the heat, but yeah. I, that the fact that I'm rating it so high in the heat, I think, is a testament to how well the beer is brewed. I will say this. I want to, as a hot tub beer in the winter, just like I did with the Goza, I, I would say that this would be a 4.0, but with an asterisk. Uh, pending you coming back and sitting in the hot tub with us and don't drinking worry, we'll this beer in the cold. I don't. Uh, I don't know if I'm the only one on this one, but m- when we first started, the beer was Luke cold. Now mine is actually hot because I've been holding this sun. It's kind of <laughs> like a mulling wine, which is weird because yeah. I hate mulling wine, but I really enjoy this hot. Yes, it's, like hot, it's, hot. Is, it's good. That's and that's one of those things. Like as beer warms up, the flaws start to show more and I don't no see matter no what the stale or what the beer is whether right. it's it's light or dark or or anything as it warms up you can kind of get a little bit more and that's why like you get this whole ice cold beer for like standard big beer is because it, hides, it the flaws. hides not flaws but it, it hides flavor are okay. you are you saying anything any, anybody specific Twin Peaks I mean are, like no. we don't want to we don't want to name anybody Twin Peaks that your beer is below freezing between pinks, below I freezing hate point. Frozen glasses. One hundred percent. I hate when people it's ask dumb me for them because can I get a frosted mug? Well, it's no. not necessarily dumb, right? It's, it's dumb. uneducated. I'll say, I'll I'll say that specifically just because like then I can be like, okay, we don't have this, and this is why. And we can talk about it, and I can if you're willing to listen or not. That's a whole other thing, but there's a reason. Well, and I think that I think that's a huge point too, right? Like it's mm-hmm. it's 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 uneducated in the sense that 
there's sometimes people grow up and they're thinking, that's how I'm supposed to drink a beer. Correct. That's how it's For supposed sure. to stay. 100%. That, that's, that's what, but as you, whoa, 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 whoa. And there it goes. Um, I got it. Don't worry. So I think as, as, you, as you grow in this industry and you grow in learning beer, mm-hmm. you understand there's more to it. Oh, 100%. There's more to it than a frozen glass. 100%. Okay, so zero to four, brewer's rating, where is this one? Your mic might mm. fall a little bit. I think I would probably make this as more like a 3.7. Just partly because of my own preference. I'm not a super fan of sweet stouts and milk. I, I'm, I like beer that's not overly cloying. Uh-huh. But this was intentionally meant to be a sweeter milk stout. Because the idea was that rum chata, that, that yeah. coffee, creamy, sweet... A little bit of spice. Um, so, like, the intention, it's it's gotten pretty on. I think that I could work on some of the spice aspects of it. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I'm pretty happy with it. I, I, I would agree with you. I, I yeah. think the... Uh, I would like to see a dry version of it. Yeah. To where the milk is dialed back just a little For bit. For sure. Um, but I think what you've done with it is beautiful. So, hey, listen, I want to say thank you very, very much. <laughs> Thanks for, for having me on. You know what? It's it's the, the people that are willing to get in the back of a pickup truck at a pool of water. It's weird are, are, as hell, but I'll do it. But I, I think that, <laughs> that's the fun of it, right? There's for no sure. pretense. You're going to sit back here with us. There's You can't be pretentious. You've we got to a, have fun. We have a broom. Okay. You've got to have fun, and that's part of it. And thank you very much for being willing to sit down and have some weird fun with me and Jake, and we really do appreciate it. Guys, if you have not visited Southern Yankee, get off, off get up <laughs> off your asses. Get to Southern Yankee. Uh, go try the beer that they have on tap both here and on Mon- – we're on 1960 mm-hmm. and on Montrose. We've got the brew pub location on mm-hmm. 1960 where you have a food truck, wings and pizza, correct? Mm-hmm. Correct, correct. And then you go to the craft uh, house on 1960. The craft house is on West Alabama. Or excuse me, on West right Alabama. Near St. Thomas. There the we old, go. Uh, uh, old good, good dog. dog. The old yep. uh, brick and spoon or whatever that horrible yep. place was. There we go. We completely remodeled the inside. Good. So it's very different from where it was. But that, that I would say that's like high class Southern Yankee. High class Southern Yankee. <laughs> has good beer, amazing cocktails, has wine if you like wine. Um, and then the food, like Matt, I tell him every single time I see him, he is a absolutely phenomenal executive chef and well earned any kind of accolades from anyone at any time. His food is amazing. Hell yeah. (laughs) So give it a shot. Get out there. Get out there to West Alabama. Get out here to 1960. Give them a try. Try the food. Try the beer. And, guys, if you like what you hear, if you get, if you laugh just a little bit, make sure that you're following us on any of the podcasters that you listen to, be it iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, whatever it is. You are allowed to rate us on any of those uh, platforms. If you don't rate us at a 5.0, you're probably a... Communist. Communist, <laughs> coward. Uh, whatever, whatever floats your boat, you're just, uh, you know not as cool as us um there's there's also follow us on the insta web uh there's little pictures of our adventures on the insta web there is a link in our bio that link in our bio will take you to any of the podcasters that you listen to there's also a link there to keep the hot tub warm if you'd like to support us financially you can do it as for as little as 99 cents a month for as much as Uh, i don't know 9.99 10.99 11.99 any of the 99s (laughs) all of them together at the same time 
per month. Guys, thanks again for for coming uh, for listening to us. Thank you, Sydney, for being willing to jump in the hot tub and have a few beers with us and have some fun. And again, guys, until next time, enjoy your hot tub beers. Cheers. 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 Having hot tub beers just my friends and me.